two movies, three rounds, one winner. Welcome to the Movie Battle Podcast. Good evening and welcome to episode 13 of the Movie Battle Podcast. And you realise that last week was Friday the 13th. So if it come out this week, it would have been episode 30, or sorry, if it came out last week, it would have been episode 13 on Friday the 13th. That would have been kind of cool for like a minute and then we would just do the episode. Yeah, it would have been even cooler if um, our Nightmare on the Street versus Friday the 13th episode had fallen on a Friday the 13th. Which would have been cooler? Probably Friday the 13th versus Nightmare on the Street on Friday the 13th. Yeah. But then with that, it's kind of taking the thunder away from that Reynolds Street a bit. If it's too much of Friday the 13th, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, too much about The calendar is conspiring against it. Yeah, yeah I think uh, I'm not. To be honest, there's nothing could have saved Friday the 13th against Nightmare on the Street. No, oh. that was, there was no contest there, uh, I think, from both of us. But um, this week, mm, it's yes. two different movies. Two films that I have never seen before. Yeah, two lesser-known movies, you know. Very obscure, know you, you know, just like real yeah, culty. The, the first one I did see a couple of years ago, um, Star Wars, I'm not sure. I've seen I like the, that you I, came in there so people genuinely think I was being serious about that. <laughs> I'm being serious. So, yeah, no, so Star Wars, no I know, I know. Star Wars, um, yeah, I saw, I saw it once. This is my second time ever seeing it. Liam had never seen it before this. And I mean, I had seen like a clip here there when I was about 10, but like that doesn't count as seeing the film. No, it doesn't. I mean, I and definitely saw clips of Star Wars as a child. I definitely saw clips of Indiana Jones, all of Indiana Jones, well, the first three anyway, as a child. But I certainly don't remember, I couldn't have name. I didn't, couldn't name a single character besides Indiana Jones. I couldn't have recognized, except for... Um, the German uh, evil guy who, who melts at the end. Uh, I've seen that meme. I had seen that as well, and I was like, "Oh, that's." that's I knew. From, I knew. You know, I knew it was from one of the the, the Indiana Jones movies. I didn't know. It was I thought it was this from a horror film. Though. I didn't know. Well, it looked Jones. horror. I mean, we'll go into that, but uh, <laughs> I actually didn't finish doing the title. So it's Star Wars: The New Hope versus yeah. Indiana Jones and the Lost Ark. <laughs> the last Ark. Can you remember? <laughs> okay, I'll help you out here, because people are going to be... I mean, we don't really get comments, unfortunately, but I think we may do just... <laughs> hey, this could help you out for that Two movie critics in the comments. They had a Star Wars one right to them, eh? yeah. <laughs> Not quite. So it's... Okay, so actually, originally, when it, was, when it first came out in cinemas in 77, it was Star Wars. That's what it was called. Just Star Wars. I wish it was just called Star Wars. I'd prefer it. And then, um, when they were being released... I'm not sure at what point, but at some point in the moment they're being released, uh, George Lucas kind of decided to change it. Obviously, he knew he wanted to do the prequels. So he, I think it was maybe in the DVD. Uh, I'm not sure. I could be wrong on that. I mean, we're quite obviously not experts when it comes to Star Wars. But um, yeah, so it was changed to Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Uh, and then this is Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, okay. Why like the last there? What was I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read your mind, Liam. Um yeah, so that's what these movies are. Um Star Wars <clears throat> so the version we watched, which is obviously yeah, 
Like when mm, this everything we did before, yeah, explain to Liam. I think everybody listening knows what I'm talking about, but Liam is probably less so, which is kind of rare. We usually try to bring kind of interesting facts to it. Like just... last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, introduce us people to some movies that maybe they haven't seen before. But um, yes, yeah, so on this, um, so Star Wars had the original version came out in 77. Obviously, it was a phenomenon straight away, blew everyone away. Fans loved it. Critics, I'm not sure, liked it. I'm not, I'm not certain of that, but, you know, it was a phenomenon. Um, but when it was being re-released, um, at a couple of times, George Lucas went in afterwards and added tweaks. He added, like, CGI, but it was really crappy CGI. And he changed the big thing, which was Han Solo shooting... Um, is it Greedo? What? Oh, my God, I can't believe... Oh my gosh, people would be laughing. <laughs> it's um, when they're in the cantina scene, you know, when he's sitting down and uh, Han Solo he, oh, yes. he shoots yeah, yeah, him yeah, with a gun on the table. He's like he owes him money, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I gotta I got check that character's name. <laughs> How could I know? He's only in like a minute, though. No, I know, but this is, yeah, Gre- Greedo. Greedo. Yeah, I was right. Yeah, Greedo. Um, yeah, so um, he edited it. So that Greedo goes for his gun, or maybe even shoots as well. And he pulls it out his gun. Yeah, but I think he actually shoots at Han, oh. Han first, and then oh. Han shoots in you know uh, in self defense. Mm. But in this shot, as it is in the movie, as the one we saw, which I'll explain, which we saw in a second, but um, we watched it where Han shoots first, and that, that's the big thing. Han shoots first. That's like a huge thing with the fans that Han shot first because it was setting him up as like, oh, he's a bit dark. Like he's not like a hero like Luke is. He's, mm. this guy floats between the lines. Um, there was that, there was crappy CGI added. And I think like, like they just, had, they just added like a load of kind of CGI animals and stuff going across the screen that added nothing and just took away from it. So Liam watched the despecialized edition, the Hermes despecialized edition, which was the best version available um, until the, I think it's called 4K77 version came out. That's the one I watched. Um, it wouldn't play, um, when Liam was watching, it wouldn't play on the player upstairs. Yeah, it kept like skipping. So, um, so Liam, saw, Liam watched the despecialized edition. That was the one I watched the first time when I ever saw Star Wars. Um, but I watched the 4K77, which is a scan of the original okay. cinema. So I saw exactly what people saw when they walked into the cinema in 77, which is cool. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed watching. We like watching the, the original version mm-hmm. rather than a messed up version. Anyway, so that's enough preamble, I think. <laughs> Should we get into it? Uh, yeah, I just showed in one thing about this, uh, George Lucas. Like, okay. That's funny. Another thing. Like, before watching this film, I couldn't name one film he's directed or, or worked on and there might be films that i know really well by him but i just didn't know he did them because i don't really know like i know the name but well he didn't direct much but he you do you know like he did american graffiti that was his first i just movie. when i checked it up when i looked it up i, I didn't know that he did i didn't know I, I didn't know he i didn't know who directed star wars to be honest which is well he's only he directed i'm not sure did he direct the prequels he only, he only directed one of the of the. He three. worked on a few more of them. Oh, he, he wrote he wrote or co-wrote all. Of them. Okay, okay. Um, and he directed this, but I think this is the only one of the original trilogy they directed. Okay. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> but um, when did you just uh, just um, when um, 
Did you see Indiana Jones? The original. I definitely watched it as a child. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's, there's no doubt about that. Well, I as I said, uh, but they all merge into one movie for me, and like I couldn't have, as I said, I couldn't have outside of Indiana Jones, I couldn't have named or recognized a single character from this movie. So essentially, I haven't seen it. The, yeah, I'd it, say it's at least it's, it's about thirty years since I've seen. Yeah, it. for me, it's always been because they all they showed a lot of. I always associated with Christmas, like Saint Stephen's Day. Yeah, oh, totally a Christmas um, or a kind of Christmas era movie um, or, you know, did, uh, even um, like East Easter, Easter as well, when they'd often have movies on RTE. And well, kind of Chocolate Factory is an Easter film for me, although a lot of people think it's a Christmas film. I associate yeah. it because there's well, I mean, chocolate, chocolate. So, yeah, you know. definitely. But back in Indiana Jones, like I had never I, I thought I'd sorry I, I'd seen clips but again I don't know what films I saw clips of do you know what I know as I said I obviously I know Harrison Ford's character and the other person I know I remember from any of the films is the guy from the Goonies Data yeah he's in he's one in of the sequels I'm yeah. not sure which one that's the only other person I, just because he's in the Goonies I just remember his face being in one of the individual yeah the but, but, but in, 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 in this one I couldn't name, I couldn't have named the character. No, I didn't know any besides Harrison. I just knew Harrison. Well, Ford, a few of the set pieces I did. But oh, anyway, oh, we Sean Connery in a few of them. He's, I think he's in one. I thought I kind of thought he was going to be in one of them, or he was going to be in it. I was expecting to see him as well. But I didn't know that it was. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. But um. We go into it. Round one. Oh yeah, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting so, for him. Give me the lead in there. Yeah. So I'm gonna try this time. So <coughs> Liam is nervous. Liam wants to say round one. No, I just want to try different so you can give it more impact to it. More. So I'm gonna so go wait, are, you, are you critiquing my round ones? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So okay. I, I just thought I'd try to move it to Mortal Kombat or revenue. Mortal Kombat um route into it. So round one. Music. Fight. Okay, uh, so Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Music was composed by John Williams, and this was incredible, <laughs> like ridiculously good. Um, I I remember I know what I've written down was within like the first five minutes of this movie. Uh, I, I had I had written down that this. The first five minutes of this movie has more good music than most film franchises have through seven, eight, nine movies. Yeah, I liked the opening theme. I thought that was very adventurous, kind of preparing to go on a grand journey. And there was something kind of uplifting about it as well, you know, kind of that want for exploration. But the score as a whole, I thought it was fine, but I didn't think it was anything amazing. And I was surprised because I love John Williams, Jaws, Jurassic Park. He's in some amazing scores. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought the opening team was was quite cool, but I thought the rest of it was okay. That is that is the, the biggest that's divide right. that's, we have ever. I mean, if you could see my face right now, I'm pretty sure it mirrors everybody else's face. That's why I laughed when you said this is just absolutely. And I was like. I was like, well, it can't be that he didn't like it. So it has no, to be I, I didn't think, I didn't say, yeah, I, I was clever that I didn't think it wasn't good. I just, I didn't think it was. He didn't like, you didn't think like they're just like some of the most, most iconic themes. I mean, he had, I mean, like, I, this movie I did has recognize like, the music. four themes that are like ridiculously catchy. I did, I did recognize the evocative the, and. 
I did recognize the um, the music um, at the beginning, like that theme. I I did recognize that, um, and I did. It was cool, like you know. But I thought, like I'm going through my 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 uh, notes here, like. Um, do you remember that scene where they take R2 in the desert? Yeah. He's taking, like, that, that, the music there to me it sounded like something from like the Santa Claus movie in 1985. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that scene. I mean, maybe I've well, noticed with the little guys. Is yeah, when they're him and. C3PO is looking for him. So I, I, I apologize. <laughs> I'm, so I, it's going to be hard for me to yeah. all the names because a lot of characters. So I'm trying to remember. No, it's just so funny that, like, nobody when discussing Star Wars has to think about the characters' names. You know, we well, have to. Remember, I've never seen them. No, 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 I understand. So, I understand. But even just through, uh, it's funny that that's the situation. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But like, for me and you were talking, and then suddenly you had to sit and think, oh, well, what's Sean Picard's character? What, yeah, what, what's yeah. the captain of the Enterprise's <laughs> name again? I can't remember. Um, uh. Oh, when they are, there was a bit I did think was cool. Do you know when, when they're, so you have, the, 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 when they've kind of assembled the whole group, so you've got like Han Solo, you've got <coughs> Skywalker, you've uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and all the others. And they go into that big station, you know, where Darth Vader and... Um, Death Star. I thought it was like, the one, oh, that's what... Okay. Yeah, it's called Death Star. Okay, Death Star, okay. <laughs> Sorry, when, when they go into that, there's a really cool... Yeah. There's a really cool music for that, where it's kind of like, it's like a marching kind yes, of ominous yeah, music, yeah, and it's kind of like... The Imperial yes, battle. and it's kind of telling you there's going to be this huge showdown that's yeah, about to commence. That, yeah, that, yeah. That, that was really That cool. was really... It, they had that um, when, um, when, when actually with the opening, just after the opening battle. But I mean, I, I'd like to go back because, I mean, to be honest, the opening up of the music, I thought it was triumphant. There was romantic moments. It was like exhilarating, suspenseful. There's intensity. The transitions down into the space battle, uh, and and then and then when like when the, the attack starts, that's the imperial kind of uh, music happens. Same, I think it's the same. They have that the one you're talking about, Death Star, and then like when Vader like you know arrives in, you know, and what's what's really bizarre again. I thought I thought we'd be on the same page with this, but like to me, like I thought this music has like. As I said, more good music than most movies have. Most good, more good music in five minutes than most movies have in their entirety. But um, it doesn't have the Darth Vader march that everyone knows. Maybe you don't know it, but the doesn't come into the next movie. And I only was after the movie was over. I was like, wait a minute, I didn't hear that. I was like, to me, okay, it's not. I was like, my God, I, was, I can't believe that they had this much good music in, in the film. That's and, and that film. still was missing. Did you want to do the sequels as well? Or sorry, they still. Yeah, no, as far as I know, he did everything. <coughs> He's an, I, oh, he has. Yeah, he did, he did all of them. And like, there's one in, we probably will never do it, but it's in the prequels, The Phantom Menace. I'll play for you afterwards because it, it, uh, I think it's called The Jewel of Fates. It's amazing. Like channel, it's one. It was one of his best pieces ever, but like even like um, in that imperial battle music, mm. uh, that like there's elements of like um, host like marriage the bringer of war in there. I can definitely mm. hear the influence coming in there. Like I mean, it's incredible. And then I, I even like I love like uh, Leia's theme. Um, you know, it's kind of softer. It's kind of romantic, which is kind of funny because she's not really that kind of soft character at all. But yeah, well, 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 we'll, we'll get that characters. characters. Yeah. We always said every we're yeah. right to say it. We always <laughs> yeah. oh, we're looking for characters. <laughs> yeah. it's like well, a, it's not fine. You're going through. Um, but I'll be honest. My favorite piece of music in the movie, 
Um, I, uh, <laughs> I can't believe we're so uh, off on this, but is you know that shot where um, Luke is talking to his uncle Owen and his aunt, and uh, his uncle's like, "No, you can't go mm. this year. Wait until the harvest after the harvest, year, and yeah. go next year." And he goes out into the and you see the sunset and that beautiful shot of the two suns setting. Mm. And uh, that music that plays, which is, I think it's generally considered the Skywalker theme or, or the Force theme or something, but to me it was the Luke Skywalker theme. And the music that plays is that scene, I thought it was absolutely beautiful, like just really inspirational and just like completely grabbed me. You don't even remember, do you? No, I, 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 maybe part of it was just because it was my first time watching the film, so I was trying to like take in all these characters as yeah. well. Especially we've never seen the film before, you're trying to go, okay, is this going to be a character I need to be taking note of now, you know? No, I know, I know. Um, so maybe that was part of it as well, but um, just going on my experience watching it the first time, um, there was like, as I said, the opening theme, I knew of it and it was, it was cool, like, uh, I just didn't think it was like, Amazing. Okay, you know? all right, okay. Let's Didn't see. grab me kind of the way um, To be honest, even, like, even the cantina scene, you know, I even enjoyed that. Like, that was fun. Um, it was like silly and like, yeah. ridiculous, but I, I kind of enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, um, for me, I thought the music was absolutely, like, ridiculously good. Like, but you obviously didn't no <laughs> okay um like i didn't say i'm not saying i didn't like it but i didn't think it was ridiculously good it was just, okay. just my opinion okay and i'm not gonna get a lot of flack for that obviously <laughs> well, i hope hopefully. you do i hope we have enough fans like here <laughs> come on guys throw it at me i love like, this. we're not doing this on purpose to start controversy <laughs> <laughs> okay um indiana jones uh yeah there's a lost eric so indiana jones there's a lost eric was also composed by john williams this is the first time we've had what a man go up against himself. <laughs> um, uh, do you want to start on this? Yeah, okay. Well, like, I loved the moment when he's running, so he's doing his trend at the beginning, the opening scene, and yeah. running to the plane, and then the music kicks in yeah. of, um, do you know that the music? Yeah. yeah. And it reminded me instantly of um, Bart. Of course, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I just said it. I just, I was instantly brought back to Bart when he steals the coins yeah. from Homer yeah. and he's chasing him. And I finally kind of, I knew it was from Indiana Jones, but I proper got the reference now because I knew the moment that they were doing it. From. Yeah. But no, that was like, that was so cool. Like, yeah. It, it, just like ultimate triumphant action adventure music. Absolutely. I mean, and really I, enjoyable. I, I, I described it really, as, really like uh, Adventure incarnate. Yeah. Like you couldn't be, if you, you couldn't fit like a single molecule more of adventure into that theme. Mm. It's just like, it, it, it it's screams so, adventure. There's something like wholesome about it as well. Yeah, just, like, no, just, yeah very much so. This is fun. It's going to be a <clears> fun, well, That's what this movie is supposed to be. It's oh, supposed yeah. to be just wall to wall yeah. fun. And that theme of it. I did like as well, like the scene before that where, um, so Joe and he's about to finally get the, that kind of gold, um, the idol. Yeah, yeah, at the beginning of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, just as he, he seemed kind of his hand prepping it, yeah. the music kind of starts really to swell. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great moment because there's that pause yeah. before he actually grabs it. Yeah. Uh, it just it all builds yeah, to that. Yeah, it worked yeah. really well. Because yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that scene, but that was a great build and that music helped a lot. Just it further encapsulate that moment. I really agree. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. The, the whole beginning, um, just, again, just from a music perspective, 
work <clears throat> built so well um, <clears throat> and then crescendoed into that amazing theme as he's just running down the hill, which is quite a funny scene just to see that your hero sprinting away in terror <laughs> um, and, and just like, you know, start, start the play. It was um, really well directed as well by Spielberg. You see, the, I thought the direction yeah. of the film was great. Um, yeah, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that probably mm-hmm. later. But um, yeah, and then um, to be honest, from then there's not a huge amount of moments that stood out to me greatly beyond the theme and the the beginning there's a couple that I did really like one was the map room you know when he puts the staff in into the ground and the the light comes in oh yes it's where it's buried I I thought the music there actually it starts building nicely but then he brings in this guy Carl and the voices of these like choir Carl's singing Mm -hmm. really added to the kind of religious you know, f- nature of that moment because obviously they're seeking the you know the tenure of the Ark of the Covenant. Um, I thought that really escalated the the the, the in, you know the kind of the importance of that moment. I love the bit where you know he's in the university after he's had the lecture and he yeah. does the he meet with Marcus is the guy's name and then there's two other guys come in and they're discussing yep. it and um, he's shown he's shown him like the image in the book and it's just kind of like haunting kind of enchanting music that kind of starts kicking and it really kind of gives the arc this kind of ominous mystique yes which i thought was really cool yeah that yeah. was a, another piece that to me really stood out that um, i liked a lot yeah and, and i liked it there's it a very short piece it was like when um when indy finds marion in the tent when she's mm-hmm. captured yes yeah. just before he tells her actually i'm gonna leave you there <laughs> um, get to that he uh is really romantic piece it was mm. a really short beautiful piece that mm. really just uh, encapsulated that moment yeah. that of, of, of you know reunited and discovering she's still alive it really just just perfectly fit there but i think in general it didn't strike me in the way the star, star wars, wars did. did um it had fewer moments the theme obviously is incredible um like it, it's perfect for what this film is mm-hmm. and i like the fact that they because obviously it's a set in 36 and it's it was hugely influenced by you know flash gordon and mm-hmm. tars and the old serials from the mm-hmm. 30s and 40s yeah. and i would say probably king kong as well and it really has a king kong feel yeah. um and the music kind of has tribal that kind of, age of, of, of cinema yeah um which i like the fact that they they you know did that it broke brought those elements forward and, and they modernized them for the time I was 80 I think this was 81 81 I thought it was like about 84 85 but the first one came out I didn't yeah. realize it was that early um, in the 80s so they, they modernized it for for the early 80s and I, I liked that and <coughs> that general feel like the everything else in it was and I listened to again this evening when I was doing my notes and um, it's definitely good. I mean, I, I mean, isolated. It, it's 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 clearly a John Williams score. It's a good score. It just it did its job. <laughs> Again, we see this all the time, but it did its job in the background. You know, just you know, not in your face, mm-hmm. not grabbing you, but yeah. you know, just plodding, not plodding. I know, mean plodding in, in a bad way, but I mean, it's just resolutely tipping along, with tipping this, along with, with the movie, matching everything it needed to do, beat for beat, and all of that. But it, it just it it didn't. When when music kind of supersedes the movie and you're just going, my God, that's amazing. He didn't do that as much in this. Uh, well, kind of revealing what I thought. But anyway, look, <laughs> as uh, the nitty gritty, <laughs> yeah, as uh, as uh, as in as in Star Wars. Um, I think on that we're probably ready to vote. 
On your oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I'll just vote now because it's obvious. Um, yeah, so Star Wars takes it. Uh, I mean, I say this a lot, but that's as easy a battle as I've seen. You mean of the whole, all the episodes we've done? Yeah, like in music, maybe. I would say, yeah, it was on a par with like Godzilla destroying King Kong for music. Oh, it's just in the music ones, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going Indiana Jones. That would definitely yeah. uh, struck me more. I preferred the signature theme, and I think that it did more, I guess it was more in the music I enjoyed, and Indiana Jones stood out for me, so I'm going for Indiana Jones. Okay, music. so that is one all going in. That is one of the most we've ever disagreed on in a round, I'd say. Three is I can't do more because I wanted to do the, the ending of a round <coughs> in Mortal Kombat, but I can't do this because there's never a draw in a round. So. No, no one wins. <laughs> it just goes to it just, just goes to uh, another round. Basically, it's what you do in Mortal Kombat, isn't it? It goes to best of three. Well, speaking um, of round, oh wait, round two, action slash special effects. Fight. Fight. There we go. <laughs> I got thrown off by the two word thing. So yeah, so it's like action, action, special effects, and even a kind of a bit of visuals as well. Like I think cinematography was was really good in both. So I think we can throw in a little bit here and there and that as well this is the second round is usually our mishmash round we just like just throw everything we want to talk about that isn't music and characters in here <laughs> well can, can i start on <clears throat> fire away, on yeah. this one so the opening shot yeah the battle in space because i have a question yeah so i loved the close-up of the smaller ship yeah because it was a model they used wasn't it yeah it was all yeah models, i was yeah. saying so that looked great and i was thinking i was like because i haven't seen them again a recent sci-fi film that takes place place in space so did they still use models a lot like no. like they don't at all okay i mean the odd one do i mean christopher nolan is, is i'm almost certain he used uh, models for um um oh god uh that one in space that he did <laughs> my god my brain is failing um what's it matthew mcconaughey's in it uh christopher nolan interstellar interstellar Yes. So I, was like, I was like, I could be wrong with this. No, one. interstellar, interstellar. Yeah, so Christopher Nolan is famous for not using CGI unless he absolutely has to. Mm -hmm. So I think, but I think he's very much in the minority. The okay. vast majority of sci fi uses Cause, CGI. Because when I was, because I, I saw like obviously even in space, I was like, oh, right, right into a space battle. Battle, you know? yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, and it's interesting to see because I know it was 77, so I'm going to cut it some slack as well, you know. Mm. Um, There's so. no need. <laughs> oh no, by this time I was like, wow, I was like, yeah. it looks great. Now the the phasers things didn't look great. They you could That's, tell that was fake. But, yeah. but no, but like I that doesn't I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm not gonna hold that against it. Yeah. But the, I mean it's like it's like looking at King Kong and Yeah, Kong exactly. Yeah. yeah. You have to the, 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 it's the, not the, the film's fault that that's completely revolutionary yeah. when it comes to special effects. But the I love that close up of the small ship getting attacked because I was like, this yeah. looks because it was a real thing you're looking at, so I yeah. love that. That's, uh, that's that's the benefit, and I was models. happy about that. I was like, "Oh yes!" I was like, "This is cool." So I was gonna well, like this in Star Trek, and yeah, time, yeah, know? used in, in in the TV series mm -hmm. up, up until DS Nine. Yeah. It was almost always uh, models, and it shows when mm -hmm. we watch the Blu-rays now of TNG. Um, this those look models great. look incredible, yeah, they look really cool. and the models you appreciate them more now, actually. Um, like yeah, oh, yeah, and like the Star Destroyer as well, the larger ship that's chasing mm -hmm. it, like that shot of it, just the size of it, it keeps going and going and going. Mm -hmm. um, I think Independence Day definitely uh, 
I wouldn't say stole, but definitely were, you know, took a, a moment of that when they revealed the ship, you know, when mm. going over the moon and Independence Day. It was a great shot, though. It's a great yeah, shot. But I'm saying it's very yeah, much, yeah. I think, uh, a nod back to this. To, yeah. Um, yeah, just the special effects. Oh, we should do special effects, maybe, because <coughs> special effects are ridiculously good, um, except in a couple of scenes. I mean, like, you're talking about, like, the set design, ridiculous. I think, uh, you know, C-3PO looks phenomenal. He looks great, yeah. Um, he looks really R2, good. like, I mean, like, I mean, R2-D2. I, I thought some of the aliens, though, in the bar scene. That was the, that's the one. It reminded me of, like, the, in the 60s uh, yeah. Star Trek show. Just really yeah, yes, cheap looking. Very much so. And I, I raised this point when I first watched it, and I was discussing with my friends who were all big Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what in the hell? When, like, how could you... Have some of the greatest. Well, at the stage, probably this in two thousand and one had like the greatest um, space special effects model work ever in the history of cinema, and then have such awful costume and uh, modeling work, uh, your know, costume and, and and puppet work in 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 the cantina scene, and apparently this is not this is a low budget movie, and they just ran out of money. Like okay. so they actually ended up reused. Like there's even there's, there's a Wolfman costume in there. Like they just used Halloween costumes. Stuff like that. <laughs> there's one great alien that his eyes actually move and he yeah. kind of looks like a hammerhead type of thing. But I also like a lot that, of them were very what's important. his name Han Solo's companion um, Chewbacca. Yeah, he looks good. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know his name. But anyway, I just couldn't think of it. No, because he's not mentioned a lot. No, you know. I, no, it's just again, it's like it's like not knowing who. Uh, it's like not knowing data. Who, no, but it's even it's even worse than that. No, I mean like for if you're for you for me for us I, yeah, for us yeah. like not knowing who data is, but like say in, in general pop culture it's like they're not knowing who Leonardo who Leonardo is or the turtles. It's even worse than that to be honest. Like they're not knowing who Jaws is. And Jaws. <laughs> yeah, basically, not not even heard of Jaws. Um, Do you know what? The, I would have liked. I loved um, such an Owen C three P and R two C three P O C three P O. Sorry, C three P O. <laughs> and yeah uh, and um <laughs> um r2 uh when we're in the desert i would have liked more scenes there i really like that kind of area and you know i know luke skywalker later yeah that i i actually in some ways enjoyed those moments more than the moments actually battling in space i really liked that that kind of desolate kind of barren wasteland i was like oh this is nice I was really into that. You know, I would, yeah. I would like to see maybe more of that. I thought it was cool there. Yeah, well, I think what this film does, and we're kind of jumping a little bit ahead by seeing this in my kind of wrap-up, but as like, I said about this movie is that it, it creates a world that you want to see more of. Mm. Like, it really like it really creates this, like, you really get a feel for what this galaxy or this portion of the galaxy is, and you really want to see more and more of it. Um, which is, I think, one of the biggest um, things about about this movie. But um, we'll just do a little bit more on on this on the special effects because there's so much great work. Um, one thing I loved was you know the kind of speedster, the kind of car thing that Luke is is, is driving. And, you know, when they kind of hover. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Again, it looks incredible. Yeah, that looks, and it looks so good. You, yeah. you kind of forget. Like, there's one little moment that I absolutely love. It's just after um, their attack, or just before they're attacked by the sand people, and he's tra- tracking R two D two, and he goes over to the car. Uh, I can sorry, apologies if I'm calling it wrong there. But it's not as bad as not knowing who Chewbacca is. Um, and he grabs the weapon out of it, and the car, because it's a hover, it like bobs a little bit when he just kind of yeah, waves cool. Just little yeah. details like that. Really, it, mm-hmm. it helps it feel like it's a real object, really there. Um, yeah, I didn't kind of take, not, 
I didn't take note of that, but I think or I didn't take note of it. Just it was there. I think that was it. What I'm trying to say is that like I didn't notice notice it because it didn't look fake. If that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. like it, it blended in perfectly. So that's kind of a way that it looked good. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So yeah, no, I, I it did. I, now that you mentioned it, it did look great. Like, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe because I saw it, you know, uh, a second time seeing it, so I noticed those little details. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just I, just, I love. The, the, de- the intention detail to go into there. Um, other kind of moments, kind of visuals I really loved was the, I mentioned earlier, but the binary sunset. So like the two suns setting, yeah. that shot, or is he going out and looks out in the distance and you hear that music come in. It's just, it's my favorite shot of the movie, I would mm-hmm. say. It's one of the most iconic Star Wars shots. Um, yeah, so I kind of liked where he was, where his uncle and aunt, yeah. that kind of area was kind mm-hmm. of cool, where they were kind of living there. Or was there a house or is it an Yeah, a tattoo in, I think, is yeah. called. Yeah, but it was cool. It looked cool. Yeah. Um, and then even speaking of his aunt and uncle, like, their charred corpses mm. on the ground. It was really well made. And, uh... Did you hear the talk? <laughs> what was that? Her stomach? Sounded like it. Yeah, that was, that was her dog's stomach grumbling as she sleeps beside us. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, you know, and then the lightsaber. I mean, it's kind of it's easy to surpass to look past the lightsaber. You know how, just how 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 big a part it is of pop culture, but it actually is a really cool looking. They had that sound of the boom. Which one did it? Yeah, yeah, did yes, yeah. I like that. That was really. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everything about it is so cool. But um, we go on to maybe the um the action scenes. Um. Wait, is there anything else? Yeah, yeah, we can. Um, can I say one thing? Yeah. <laughs> the villains, particularly the stormtroopers, have they had the worst aim in the history yeah, of the that, world? That, that is why when I burst when I watched it, I burst out laughing. Remember <coughs> <coughs> when um, Obi Wan goes and they they're saying is these were sand people, mm-hmm. these were stormtroopers, and he's and I quote. These blast points are too accurate for for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. <laughs> and I said, that is the biggest lie in cinema history. <laughs> they have the Joker, so maybe he was messing with it. It reminds me of um, that scene from Mandalorian Web, not Wheel 11, but the Naked Gun movies, yeah. where there's like they're like shooting back and forth, and, and they're like a f- two inches away from each other, and they're shooting back and forth and missing. Because I, I was thinking, I was like, I know what happens a lot in films where the heroes like somehow manage just to avoid it, but here a couple of times with quite a few of them with Luke or with Solo with yeah, no, Leia, and I was like, there's no way they wouldn't. No, I know, I know. I couldn't believe it's it. Irritating, it's irritating, but it, 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 was a, it was it was a thing in movies at the time. Um, unfortunately, it annoys me. Um, like if George Lucas wanted to edit something, that's what he should have edited. Like, you know? <laughs> Fewer shots should have fired yeah. because it, it it's ridiculous. It's like they were trained to be bad. Mm. Um, but I still I still thought there was a lot of fun in. Um, I'll be honest though, and it's very this is weird for me because generally I'm not a huge kind of um, big battley kind of fan of like you know. Uh, Airplanes shooting to the That's stage, true, but in this kind of film, this is what I'm it looking really for. It worked. Want. Like so, like I mean, the the scene where um, you know, the type when <clears throat> when they're escaping after oh well, we should Obi Wan dies. Mm. That was a terrible fight scene. <laughs> well, the way it was like, 
Yeah, I was expecting a lot pathetic. more from that. Yeah. Because uh, it's like, this is the one time where Darth Vader has a f- one-on-one face <laughs> someone. I was like, yeah. oh, here we go. And also because I, I thought Obi-Wan, Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I thought was uh, one of the <coughs> most interesting characters yeah, in the film. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. say he was the most interesting character in the film, possibly. Um, so I I got... Kind of into character actually now, so yeah. I'll, I'll stick but no, it was just, yeah. just yeah, the fight scene wasn't amazing. It was awful. I yeah. thought um, a huge letdown. Mm. Like like you say, like they're building it up throughout the movie. What was that? <laughs> so <laughs> someone choking. It doesn't sound like I don't know. <laughs> Unless is, it, is there a cat outside the window? No, I knew it. Sorry. Okay. Well, we changed room, and I think maybe it was a bad idea. It's a lot nicer than Noah. Um, but where was I? I'm talking about the fight scene. We just finished the fight yeah, scene. Oh God, okay. Yeah, it just it was so bad. It was, mm-hmm. I was like, it's it's a pathetic fight scene. It's a poor excuse for a big showdown between two characters. That, to be fair to the movie, they become bigger in pop culture much later. Um. But looking back with the weight of what Star Wars is, you're expecting more from the big showdown between the master and the, the old mm. student. Um, but the scenes I loved in, in, from an action point of view were after they escape from the, the uh, Star Destroyer and they're shooting the TIE fighters. Um, you know, when, when Han and, uh, and Luke, or, you know, Chewbacca and Leia are, like, driving and Han and Luke. Oh, and she, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good. But the big one was the Death Star. I thought that scene, that whole thing where they're going to blow up the Death Star, I thought that was masterfully shot. And I probably, I think, the best scene in the movie. My favourite shot was when they blew up. Yeah, well, it looked fantastic. No, that, that, that to me, that shot looked amazing. I yeah. loved that. But, honestly, I, I expected more from, like, a... Because people are like, I've always heard of like Star Wars is about the action and the adventure, and I wanted more. Like, I, I, because I kind of thought, like, you know, Star Trek is always kind of the one that's more kind of about the philosophy and kind of more about character driven kind of. But I, I kind of was expecting more from uh, from the adventure, kind of, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I thought it was bad again, it's like the music. I just I thought there'd be more, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll be honest, that's what I felt when I watched Star Wars the first mm. time. Um. Uh, well, no, I, I did love it. No, I, that's not true because I love that star scene. I think that that scene did live up. I think that's um, went above and beyond what I was hoping for in a. Because I'm not a battle scene guy. It doesn't really do much for me. Like, you know, transformers and all that stuff. Just mindless uh, explosions. I'd I'd rather stare at a blank wall. You know, there's absolutely nothing for me. But there was they built. They, they established the stakes, they built the tension, the scene really worked and worked and worked. It was Luke then versus Vader. You know, Han comes back at the last second to help out his friend and you're not sure what he's going to do. And like So it all worked really well. And I thought it was shot really well. The special effects were fantastic. And the whole thing worked because there was weight. We cared about what was going to happen. Um, so I really liked that. I was really let down by the <clears throat> the fight, actual hand to hand fight scenes. Vader and Obi Wan in particular. Really See, I would like to. What I would say is, this isn't the last Star Wars movie we're going to do. Um, we are going to be doing. I say it now because this is obvious. We're going to do Empire Strikes Back versus um, the next Indiana Jones. I'm not sure which one it is. The Temple of Doom, I think. Is it? I, it may be a Temple of Doom. Well, I'm not saying I don't know when we're doing it, but it will be done at some point in the future. And I would just say is 
Empire Strikes Back is more what you're thinking of. You're looking at the when I watched that, I was like, ah, okay, this is why Star Wars is famous. It's one of the ones they bring up in the scene in Scream 2 about sequels that surpassed the originals. Yeah, oh, it's, very the ones they it's better in every single way. Except for maybe the music. Well, even the music has... Dun, 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 dun. But anyway, I won't jump onto that. But um, I, I do think Star Wars suffers from the weight of expectation. I think it's unfair, to be fair. <laughs> this is a low-budget sci-fi mm. movie that nobody expected to be, you know, a hit. Or even just in any way, you know, popular. This is a movie that could. <laughs> it, it very much is, or was. Um, and it created what, probably the biggest film franchise mm. in the history of cinema. I mean, definitely one of them. Mm, yeah. Um, I guess I, I think it's a little unfair, but then also we have to, I mean, we can't help but look at it mm. through the lens of history and the impact it's had on pop culture. And uh, uh, we look back and you go, really? Is that, that, that film changed? But see, it was one of the first ones. I mean, for example, like the, the, the Star Trek original movies were, even this was obviously inspired part, partially by the original series. And then the Star Trek movies were inspired by the success of this and said, oh, maybe we can do yeah. Star Trek movies. Um, so it was massively influential and I can see why it was influential. But as mentioned, alluded to earlier, the world was better than the actual movie, I thought. Mm. I thought this was a, a really fun, um, enjoyable movie. It's without doubt not one of the greatest movies ever made. That's right. Yeah, I just on the fighting uh, kind of scene, the action. I, I would have liked to have had a moment where Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker would have been face to face, like a yeah. This is where the sequel yeah. comes in. Yeah. The sequel is what you're hoping for. Mm. I will just say that. Maybe, maybe we'll push it forward on our list at some <laughs> point because I, I honestly, I really want to watch it now yeah. that we've, we've done this. So we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Squeeze it in summer. Um. Yeah, was there anything else? I think that was this for me. On oh yeah, the, the big thing, the other, the other thing for me, or two things, was um, well, actually three things, small things. One was poor Parkins, the fat guy who died, like like what? the one fat pilot. Like I'm as a heavy set oh. guy myself, you know. I was like, really, his name is Parkins? <laughs> like, come on, cut the guy some slack, for God's sake. You know, us fat guys got to stand together. You know. Um, no, the other two things was, I thought, even though it's not really action, but I'll just throw it in here now, I thought the ending was really rushed. Like, you go from exploding the star to, like, getting a medal yeah. in, like, what, 60 seconds or something? It just felt like there was no real um, time to soak in the way of what they yeah. just achieved. I was glad that they didn't do kind of, because um, they do kind of hint at, like, Duke likes uh, Princess Leia, but they didn't kind of... Because it's a very situation, there wouldn't be time for them to have this, like, you know, falling in love kind of thing. So I can yeah. push that in your face. No, yeah, yeah. In a sequel because you're smiling. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. But <laughs> at least that's more everyone, at, everyone at home knows why I'm smiling, but I can't right. say anything. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and I was hoping that... I say that? No, I was, well, I was hoping that you wouldn't know the thing that I'm thinking of and everyone listening to is thinking of. I don't know. That's fine. That's good. Um, maybe we should do it sooner rather than later because I'm afraid someone will spoil it for you because it's a big thing. Um, it's not obviously not the you obviously know the big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, which it was funny because I remember just on that, I, it's the one thing I know. But like I remember someone had a gif, uh, and it was like I think it was on the Milan forum or something. Do you often use gifs from movies or, or from anything for a reaction? 
And I just kind of said, well, what's that from? And I remember it was like, sorry, are you serious? <laughs> responses. I was like, what is that? Because <laughs> um, I remember seeing it so many times, yeah. that gif of, yeah. of, I think it's Luke Skywalker. Um, after, you know, oh, no, screaming no. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a lot of windy pears blowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see it so many times. I was like, "What's that from?" It was something to do so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was curious. That, that, like, that is crazy. That yeah. that is like saying seeing Quint being bitten by the shark and saying, "What's that from?" Mm. Um, but uh, <clears throat> the other last thing, like little gripe, Chewbacca should have gotten a medal. I mean, just because he's not human or whatever the, mm. the race they are. He should have gotten a medal. Well, well, only did only Han Solo only Han Solo and Luke got medals. Well, what about yeah, yeah and. The, the droids, but the droids are basically slaves. Yeah. We won't get into that because there's a whole <laughs> philosophical uh, argument. Yeah, you're right. You should have gone. Yeah. But Chewbacca definitely, yeah, definitely, because yeah. he was right. <clears throat> the thing. Yeah, he was there in the thick of it. Tree dressed up as a story. Um, she used him as like a pretend prisoner at one point. Yeah, he was completely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was there. He was there. The whole yeah, thing. Yeah. He helped rescue her. And yeah. He risked his life. Everything. Um, okay, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Okay, so um, the opening scene. Um, it's shot so well. Like, oh. I love the jungle where they're kind of building up to the reveal of Indiana Jones. So like they're showing his feet, they're showing his arms, his hands, showing other people. And even the shot of him when you see the the kind of silhouette shot of him with the hat. Yeah, it looked so cool. It was yeah. Like, yeah. Even though I could, it just it was like that's iconic. Mm. You know, even though you know when when he comes into the pub, very meets Marion. No, no, before that. Oh yeah, before the very that, beginning, just before that, he turns just to reveal himself. Yeah, 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 it's really yeah, there's some fantastic yeah. shots in it. Um, that honestly, that whole opening scene was fantastic. Yeah, it was really so good. good tension and just yeah. uh, everything about it was so cool. Um, I like until like when you go into the tunnels and you see like this big, massive web. And I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I thought first oh, yeah, shell I thought of you, you would, yeah, but I thought of you with the spiders. Well, yeah, but the thing was, because I was like, oh, that's a big web. But usually in films, people go through webs, but you don't. The spiders have nothing to do. It's just there's webs. Yeah. are often the it's same. Creators, yeah. mood. Yes, exactly. And often there will be webs in areas like that. So I was not expecting to see tarantulas on his back. So you're like, whoa, shit. Like, and so then it escalates to like your man's back is full, full of, of them. Full of them, yeah. So it was actually... It was, quite funny as well. It was funny as well, but it was like, because you're like, oh, she's got two or three. And then get them up and he's like, so cool. But then it's the other guy turns around and you're like, oh, <laughs> flip. Yeah. <laughs> that was... And like... I'm scared of spiders the way India is scared of snakes. Yeah. You know? So yeah. for me, that was like, oh, yeah, that was like, I immediately thought I was like, oh, Liam and Jay, that's Yeah. But it was done really well, like the reveal. Yeah, yeah, it is. And then the whole setup of the, the floor and Indy reading the room mm. and reading the traps. And, and then even doesn't he say, he's like, uh, you know, there's nothing to fear here, Indy. And he's like, that's what scares me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was a really great line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, well, I love that moment where he goes up and he, he you know he reads the room and he goes up and he gets the idol and he has mm. the sand. How he knew that the sand was, was going to be needed at that point is interesting. I don't mm. know, but there's a lot of stuff like that. I'll be honest, a lot of questions uh, about the plot of this movie. <laughs> but um, that scene where he just swaps it out really quickly mm. and like he has a little hat adjustment, like he's mm. just so proud of himself yeah. for doing it perfectly, and then it. He realizes, oh no, I didn't. And yes, thing, thing, things go, 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 go to, uh, did, did, to flip. Do you know when your man, the second guy, betrays him and I guess and throw the rope back? <coughs> when he gets across. You know what that is? Huh? That, that's, that's, that's Dr. Octopus from Spider Man 2. 
The second guy? The guy who betrays him. Because two of them, one guy area pulls the gun and he knocks The second guy. The, the, second, yeah, the guy who goes into the tunnel with him. Like, yeah, um, yeah. Alfred Molina. It's quite odd that he's playing a, a South American man. And he, and he's Peru. Like, yeah, it's Peruvian. Um, it's but, quite strange that he's playing a Peruvian. But when he a, lot, come, a lot of that. Because when he comes back, and then you'd seen previously that a guy had been killed by those spikes, and you see the fresh, yeah. it's just been killed by yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh my God. And then you just see big giant uh, circular the boulder. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. you're like, oh my God. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's such a fantastic sequence. Mm. Um, the way the traps are set up, the way they're revealed, and then it's the reveal of him, and then the bowler chasing him, and then he comes out. He just escapes, grabs yeah. his whip, gets out, and then Belloc is there yeah. with all of the the, the tribes people. <laughs> um, and you're just like, oh, can I catch a break? <laughs> um, yeah, it was a great scene, and it was it was it was. I like the fact that he didn't uh, he didn't win. Mm, and that like after all that effort, yeah. he lost. Um, I didn't like just going on then so there was that I love the shootout in the bar. Right? It was, mm, a good, was like an old school Western shootout. It was, you know, yeah, it was, it was a fun scene. I love the guy with the f- the flaming fist that he goes to punch him. He's his hands on fire. Oh, he goes yeah. to punch him. Like, he's like, like, <laughs> what an interesting way of kind of raising or, the stakes in there. Or or the guy who tries to grab it and it's like the, the medallion thing. Oh, yeah. he singes his hand. I just thought Harry. Harry from Mongolia. Yeah. Like, they did get that off in the original. They must have. Because he was right up to the snow. Yeah, you see him afterwards yeah, as well. Yeah, you see the print. The it's yeah. the exact same. And I never, never yeah. read it. I wonder if it was. Yeah. But I have to say, I have to say about the guy, the other guy who was set alight. Oh, God, his head. Yeah. The shot like, of the face. Like, he's got like, he's got the war, you know, ridiculously, like, he's wearing... <laughs> Like yellow face, you know that, like you know, like you black face, you know, mm. for black, like for East Asians, like he has these like fake Asian eyelids over his eyes, and it took me out of the scene completely. I didn't notice that. Oh my know. god! Like I thought that was that he was like he was supposed to be like he was something burned or something. Or something oh, I thought you were talking about the, the guy whose head literally gets. No, you know the guy who gets set alight. In that scene, the his, his head gets set in fire. Yeah, but like he's yeah. supposed to be like um, where, where it's set in, in Nepal. He's supposed to be like from Nepal, or mm. presumably he's supposed to be East Asian, and he uh, it's just clearly a white guy. I'll be honest, it, it, it irritated me, and I was I like, did, I like, like, it, is it that hard to cast yeah. an Asian guy? Like, like <laughs> are there no Asian guys in Hollywood in 1981? <laughs> like, really, you had to like put fake eye makeup over a white guy? It just it irritated me. It took and it took me out of the scene, but it was a good scene. Um, um, did you notice? Know, you know when when they're in the market or by the market, you know, um, and they attack him uh, in the Marion. Marion, yeah. And then there's the bit where <laughs> Indy's beating up someone, and you see her in the background. I don't know if you noticed it, and she's hitting them with the it's like a hand. Uh, yeah, but it's so soft the way she's doing it. Oh no, I didn't. No. If you notice it, it's like I was like, oh my god, she's just like you can clear. It's like a <laughs> You can clearly tell she's just tapping him with no, it. No, I didn't. I didn't you know. notice that. I mean, was, when we used to play wrestling years ago, we didn't hold back with the, the yeah. biscuit tin. Yeah, back, you know. Um, with Marion's chase scene, I thought of Scooby Doo. Which chase? Yeah, you know, when she's been chased down the alley in the monkey cage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the way she's dying down the alley. And then when they laugh, when he has the knife, and she's like, 
Right. Just <laughs> runs. It's, yeah, yeah. It, I, I wasn't expecting this to be so funny. Like, it, it, it's much it's more humor in it than I, than I would expect. The scene with the guy with the fan, doing the fans, was the yeah. sword, I just pulled that, together. That's iconic scene. I knew that scene, but I didn't know. It, it was, was still amazing. amazing. It was still amazing. Yeah. Really I, 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 don't, I don't have time for this. I don't know if it's true or not. And again, it's probably a very famous fact, but I think it was something like that he wasn't feeling well on the day of the shoot. And it was, it was supposed to be a big mm. fight scene. And he suggested, wouldn't it be funnier if I just shot it? <laughs> It was brilliant. Yeah, it's it's one of the best moments in the movie, probably. You know, a cool moment as well. Do you remember there's a guy attacking with a sword as well, and he just gets out of the way, and the guy oh, stabs, 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 stabs him through. Yeah, yeah, this was yeah. a cool moment. Yeah, no, that whole that whole part and was done. Brilliantly. I do what I loved though was the scene, the poison scene. Mm. That was fantastic how they did that because you see, Indy looks at it as it comes in. You think, oh, he spotted, he there's yeah, something wrong here, yeah. but he just looks at it and then picks it up and yeah. then. He's about to take a bite and he goes, wait, what's this? You're yeah, on the book. Salah, yeah. Sta- no, it doesn't tell the other fella. Salah grabbed it. No, 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 before that. So he has it. Oh, well, the older guy. Yeah, Salah. he see, notices something in the book, so yeah, he stops yeah, himself yeah. from eating it. Yeah. So they look at that and then they walk down yeah. and then he like flips it. And then he grabs it. I just thought that whole scene was yeah, so it, good. It, it, it did, did it. very well. This yeah. is the monkey he did on the ground. Yeah. Um, he threw a monkey in the sea. <laughs> well, I mean, he hit a few rocks first, you know. <laughs> Michael! Alan Partridge, if you're confused, <laughs> check it out. Um, then you got the, the scene with the big German guy with a plane and the big propeller. Oh, yeah. I love that it's like he sees the fight and he's like, oh, I have a bit of this. <laughs> like, oh, a fight's going yeah. on. He can't have me not getting involved. <laughs> um, he had like, the little smirk on his face. He was like, yes. Um, yeah, that was done. That was shot very well. Mm-hmm. The circling and all that. Um, and like you're waiting for him to get sliced, and uh, I was waiting for him to uh, try and push Indy into it, like yeah. you know, at the last second, Indy like trips him or mm. something. I always like the fact that he he fights dirty, like he flings sand into. His oh, eyes he has to, like because because yeah, he has to. Like, right. But that I mean, it is very very much kind of off his character throughout mm. the whole thing. Yeah. And he sees he's not a goody two shoes. No, 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 and that's something we get to actually later with one of the other characters. Yeah. Um, the. Uh, this pit scene with the snakes, <laughs> because yeah. the fact he's terrified of that, yeah. you see him face face the cobra. Like, oh yeah. my god! Like, I mean, I don't find snakes. Um, they don't give me the creeps, but I think if there's one right in front of you, it would. And if there's oh, a house in front of no, you, no, it no, the, no, the point I'm making is that like I'd still be like, oh, I'm not going on that because no. they're deadly. Like, there's you know? one down there, I wouldn't. Yeah. Do that. but I think like a lot of anything though is creepy as well, though, like in its own way, like, like balloons, so yeah, <laughs> or bubbles. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, just just uh, just before that, actually, it's, it's just a visual shot because we haven't really talked about the, the effects or our visuals really much yet. The shot of them digging at sunset was such a beautiful oh, shot. Yeah. It yeah. was really, really mm. uh, well done. Like I, I really love that shot. You see them in the background there, Joe, when uh, Balak notices them, I think. Yeah, but I have to say, how ridiculous is it that no one noticed them until then? <laughs> like... This is this huge top secret base where they're looking for the Ark of the Covenant for Hitler. And a group of guys are just digging about 100 feet away. Well, I guess they assumed that was their guys. No, no, but it's completely separate. I mean, like, Belloc notices straight away. When he sees it, he notices straight away. Surely there's somebody else on the site that'd be like, should they be digging over there? I mean, they notice when they go into the into the um, the sun, uh, the, the map room, mm-hmm. like the two guards notice. Like, they were digging clearly all day. They established they're digging all day. And no one even asked them a question. It just, 
it seemed ridiculous to me. Mm. There's a lot of moments like that, to be honest, where um, things happen and they have no logical explanation. One of the most entertaining moments of the whole film was that chase with the truck. That was, that was fantastic. That was absolutely that was fantastic. That's some of the best stunt work I've seen. It, in a long it reminded time. me of um, of uh, Mad Max. Kind of, you know, we, I have only seen Fury Road. I haven't seen any others. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, this is just in terms of the kind of the. But it did remind me. Of, yeah, I can see the Fury Road. But also, it. kind of some of the James Bond films or like great action yeah, James Bond films. James well. Bond. Nothing yeah. I haven't really done much. I'm just saying there's scenes like some great scenes that's just the kind of the situation yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, like when he's I'm not in, a Bond fan when though. he's in front of the truck though and he's so close to the tyre that was fantastic the like, whole thing was, he's, all of that he's, he's pushed flying flown through the, 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 the windscreen he's hanging mm. on then he's and he goes underneath and hooks the rope but then when he knocks those guys off the cliff and you see the, the you see the, the scale yeah. of how far they go off like that looked amazing like yeah, you know, um, I love that moment where it's like he's in the truck with the guy, and there's like they they, they knock off somebody else, and uh, they have the look with the exchange where they both kind of laugh. Like the bike. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and then Andy just punches <laughs> the rubber, Yeah, that was a great moment. I really like. But I like that he reversed it. So the last guy that's left, he comes into the same situation Indy was in where he's on the front of the truck then yeah. you know and then yeah. he's run over yeah. by it like, you know? yeah he wasn't able to hold um, but, um, obviously it broke because it was Indy that yeah. kind of but, used him like, the strength of that the whole that whole scene, scene and was, even like there's other ones where he's hanging off over the cliff as well the yeah. stunt work in this oh, was ridiculous it was, it was, it was real it was really unreal incredible. like that that was one of the best bits in the whole film yeah it was definitely so good it was definitely the best action um, action scene for me 100% um and then a few other kind of little moments, you know, kind of visual stuff. I loved um, when the Ark is in the crate and it's um, loaded up uh, and they have it in the ship, you know, when Indy's taking it back to England mm. and it starts burning and it burns the swastika off of the mm. crate and yeah. it's Jewish. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's God, it's mm-hmm. Jewish faith, Jewish, Jewish uh, Ten Commandments in the Ark. It's a Jewish item, uh, relic. And it burns out. That was a lovely little kind of uh, visual that may not be obvious, you know. But no, they look cool. Yeah. Um, I also, um, I wasn't kind of anticipating um, kind of a supernatural element. In this no, film. and there's a lot I of it. Like, even, even in the scene with the map room, when mm-hmm. when they smash through the wall, mm-hmm. and like the, the the dead bodies are coming out and onto her, and like that. Yeah, scene that whole thing. With the snake coming out, out of the mouth, skull mouth. Yeah. And but even you can hear these like whispers. Mm. Yeah, these yeah, kind of shouting. Like they're still alive. You're like, what the hell's going on? Like, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's really, uh, really, um, really. I wasn't expecting the supernatural element at all in this. And to be honest, it comes at times. It feels almost like a horror film. There's definite moments. There's of, different of, tension. Of a lot of tension. No, even like the ending. The whole was well, that his death, that guy's death, like yeah. But even before that, melts. like the spirits come out of it, whatever it is, God or God is coming out, and like remember that when the face changes into this like pure demonic mm. looking face, and then they start melting. I mean, that's just full blown gore, horror, gore. A lot of them vanish as well. A lot of the soldiers are just gone. Um. Yeah, I was not expecting. Also, that I, I also loved the locations. Yeah, the sets were more yeah. excellent. Yeah, were, uh, just like where they filmed a lot of it as well. Yeah. Really well, I'd say I imagine a lot of the well, I'd say they probably filmed on location. Well, no, that's what I mean. Like this a lot of locations that they filmed in, I really like as well. Yeah, um, it just sets the tone and gets you into it. You know, that was like yeah. the setting. 
Uh, I'll be honest, I remember you made a point earlier about the, the stormtroopers missing over and over mm. and over again. But they had the classic kind of uh, James Bond. Oh, yeah, they did, yeah. When he yeah. has the grenade and they sneak up behind him. Yeah. And instead of shooting him in the back, they tie him up again. <laughs> For what reason? Like the, the whole Scott mm. evil. I have a gun in yeah. my room. Yeah, I know. I agree. It did have that. It's so. just, that's like yeah. just really, really heavy plot armor. Um, it kind of irritated me. There's a lot of other moments where, like, for stuff like um, when he swims over to the submarine and, like, he's on the submarine. And, and he gives a wave to the Yeah, but then it's like he got in somehow and they don't yeah. show it. They just, like, skip past things. Mm. You're just like, wow. He's going to the water. He's like, was he holding on outside <laughs> as it travels for, I don't know, a mile or whatever? It just, it's Have a bit ridiculous. The... Um, they just kind of decided that we didn't need to explain things or like even the drowning repellent pass spray <laughs> <laughs> even like when, when Salah like helps him out of the map room when he first of all Salah gets turned away by the guards yeah, how he's, he's back away. again like, yeah. what? how did he do yeah, that? Mm. just irritating it's just mm. like yeah, you don't need to do that just right away around it yeah. you know, show Salah sneaking past the guard and then do it and that's all you need like Four seconds to explain mm. how he got back. Yeah, they didn't have an establishing shot of him yeah, going it's back. Just, yeah, it took me out of it a few times, and I was like, "Ah, can you not just explain what's going on here? Why this is happening?" But um, oh yeah, and the final visual, the shot of uh, the warehouse, like that beautiful matte mm, painting. Yeah, that was really. Um, and then even also the clouds, the storm clouds, just when they start digging, see the clouds behind them in the sky. Just when they say, well, we've hit rock and they start opening up the, 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 the chamber to go down to the ark. Um, some nice visuals there. But um, yeah, I think we're ready to vote. <laughs> I, I don't know where you're going with this one. <laughs> well, you go first. Okay, um, yeah, I'm going in there Jones with this. I thought like the action, uh, like the opening scene and the scene with the truck, those two scenes in particular, I yeah. thought were fantastic. And there was some other very good scenes as well of action and adventure. It just, it, it was what I was expecting it to be. It was a really good, enjoyable adventure film. And it gave me what I wanted. So okay. I thought it did. And I enjoyed it more than I did than in Star Wars. So I thought Indiana Jones was better for that. So Indiana Jones. I'm going to shock people, I think, with this. Um, I thought Indiana Jones was okay. It didn't, like... I thought like I thought the the some of the stunts were amazing and some of the set pieces were fantastic, like the bowler at the start, mm. and some of the visuals, some of the shots were really nice. But as a movie, as a whole movie, it didn't grab me. There was there was plenty of bits where I was bored watching it. Mm. And I remember thinking, <clears throat> first of all, I thought, um, I don't understand why this is so popular. <laughs> And second of all, like if I if I never see it again, it wouldn't bother me. Like it was a fun movie, but it was fine. Like six out of ten. <laughs> um, but the action and adventure, what did you think of that? Action action scenes. Yeah. Um, the some of them were fantastic. Yeah, the action scenes uh, um, and special effects, even like the, the effects of the gore and the dead skeletons, uh, and the set design, like really really good it's honestly close to the two for me um i think my favorite scene out of all of them from an action point of view was the death star scene so uh, and, and the special effects in star wars were ridiculous so um i go with star wars okay 
So it's two all going into the final round. Oh, um, oh yeah, I can't do it again. Because <laughs> oh, no, no one won. No so. one won. No one wins. <laughs> um, before we go on to the final round, um, <clears throat> we'll pimp a few things. Okay, so first of all, apologies. I haven't gotten any pixel art up for last week's um so I might next morning. Small three regular listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got followers on social yeah. media. You know, we've got a couple of dozen. Um, yeah, I haven't gotten it up yet. Um, I just I started a new job and things snowballed, and so apologies. I will do one for that episode, but I'll probably do Star Wars, uh, Indiana Jones episode first. Um, and then maybe a day or two late on that one as well. It just things are going crazy for me at the moment. Um, so, but they will definitely be up there. And I, I, I also I owe Batman and the Dark Knight uh, one as well. Mm-hmm. I have that episode. So I'll do one definitely um, for that episode at some point. But um, yeah, no. So they'll be up there. Just pff, apologies are a little late. But if you want to check them out, we're on Twitter at the Movie Battle Pod P O D. We're on Instagram at the Movie Battle Podcast and on Facebook, the Movie Battle Podcast. And if you want to email us, you can find us at the Movie Battle Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, that is correct. We're also, Got my one in, my line in. We're on, where, where else can you watch us, Liam? Oh, on YouTube, yes. Yeah. Uh, the Movie Battle Podcast. Yeah. You can watch that. You can watch our own movie that we made uh, very recently, Chantier. If you want to check that out. Um, an Irish Celtic horror film. Um, we could do that against something like characters, music, and horror. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need, or we, to, we need to make our, another horror movie and do it against it. Or if um, someone just gave us a, a verdict, like what they'd give the. You know. <laughs> yeah, let the fans decide. <laughs> and we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks. Um, that's a Jericho reference for you if you're confused. Okay, so move on to the Two. final round. Round three. Characters fight. So we've we've fought pretty well so far. <laughs> um, so starting with Star Wars, of course. Um, There's a, a lot, lot of characters. A lot of characters. A lot of sap in here. A lot of characters. <laughs> a lot of sap. Um, will we start with uh, Tarkin? Um, uh, Peter Cushing. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to? You go. You go. Initiate. I just yeah. I'm good because I have so much notes. I'm trying to get down to all the characters. Yeah, I thought that he was the most striking villain in the film uh in terms of i thought he was very confident and i thought he was the one that kind of controlled darth vader if that made sense mm. he actually inst- he is the leader yeah he is the leader like there's a bit where darth vader's about to strangle another person and he's what says let him go and yeah. he does yeah yeah so he does obey him but there's something about him like just kind of like there's a certain demeanor and kind of tone of how he speaks he doesn't need to you don't see him like flustered a lot because he's so much confident in his own abilities and in what they're doing. I just thought just as a character, just even how he looked, his demeanor, everything, he just there was something about him I found very striking. Now, I found that in Darth Vader as well. Yeah. But I thought there was just something about him. I, also, he kind of, the way he kind of, um, he comes across kind of the real brains of the operation of the, is it the Galactic Empire? Yeah. 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 Um, and I, thought that, and I thought the time that Darth Vader was almost like his muscle, you know, in there to, to intimidate others, you know. 
Yeah, um, I, I, again, I think... Um, I, I agree with pretty much everything you've said there. I think he's really, truly sadistic, ruthless character. Yeah. Like when he destroys... Um, um, was it Alderaan? Yeah, Alderaan, Leia's home planet. Um, uh, you know, really... Uh, doesn't he like he's like te- he was supposed to test him? He's not testing him. And it reminded me, we did Godzilla uh, a few months back, and it reminded me of how during World War Two, when the nuclear bombs were dropped in Japan, and to be mm. honest, part of it was just kind of a let's just see what it does, mm. let's see what happens. And this kind of reminded me of yeah. that in a way. Like he's just like he's almost giddy with the power he has. And he was like, oh, see, you know, you know, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts it's, absolutely. It, it's just interesting because, like, I had never, because I've obviously heard of Darth Vader, I've heard of Luke Skywalker and a couple others, but, like, I never heard of his, of Tarkin. And mm. I was like, gee, this guy's, like, got you really. Yeah. Yeah, because Peter Cushing, as an actor, is <laughs> fantastic yeah. stage for our screen presence. huge fan yeah. from his Hammer stuff. Yeah. Well, just like, yeah, I, I, that, <coughs> that's kind of how you know him best. That's how I know him best, yeah, like from the Frankenstein and the track and all the, a lot of the Hammer films. But just, I just thought he was a character yeah, he has that, a subtle, when he's on screen. He has a subtle take in him, that yeah. that's really nice yeah. and it balances Darth Vader very well. Yeah. They, they work well together, I agree. Yeah, no, I, I thought he was great. Um, C-3PO and R2-D2 so I had C-Trippy in written <laughs> that's amazing that is truly amazing like I swear to God we are not making this up like Liam's not doing a bit here it's not like we're not trying to get like viewers and listeners by going oh crazy um, millennial has never seen <laughs> Star Wars or something try and get Generation X as angry as possible um, no uh, Liam genuinely had never seen it I'd only seen it once before this um, C-3PO the first time I watched this movie <clears throat> I really didn't like him really I he really irritated me um, on the first viewing he really irritated me um, but I have to say watching it this time around I enjoyed him way more and I think partly it is I unfortunately descended to the depths of uh, the prequels and you've heard have you heard of Jar Jar Binks no I think I think maybe the worst character in a in a major movie. Um the definitely the most irritating character in a in a movie that I've ever seen. Um so he really kind of like, oh he you know, there's a bit comic book guy, he's like, oh Jar Jar, everyone hates you, but I don't, and he's hugging me. And you remember that from the Sim- episode of Simpsons. <laughs> when when in doubt, go to Simpsons. Comic book guy. Anyway. C-3PO, I enjoyed him a lot more in this. He's, he's very much the comic relief. Um, yeah. He's like the scaredy cat, but he's very loyal as well. I would say he's loyal and obedient. Look, he, him, him and R2 remind me of a dog. And very much so. And a even, companion, loyal yes, companion. And even not only is he loyal to Luke, but he's actually loyal to R2-D2 as well. Because remember oh, after is, yeah. when Owen, Uncle Owen goes to buy them mm. and the red one breaks and he's like he puts his neck out to, for yeah. R2 yeah, to come along as well. Um, he reminded me a little bit, like, a tiny bit, like if Data was a child. Mm. Yeah, you know, obviously, as a thing of like, you know, if you don't need me now, I'm gonna shut down for a while. Is that because he's obviously a, he's robot, like yeah. so there was that as well. But he did kind of remind me, like, like a, a more, I know, and different Data is a lot of the time is very innocent and childlike, but yeah. Data is also very sophisticated. Um, I guess C three PO does have moments where he is as well, like he does have knowledge in that. He does, yeah. But um, just kind of the way he. Speaks in that he kind of has an yeah, innocence. Yeah, he has more of an innocence. Yes, yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, but no, I I did like him. I, I and R two kind of just is a package with him. Yeah, but, but but 
uh, you're right, but R2 has moments as well. Like, for example, um, and Joanne, you reminded me of was Wally. I can totally mm. see that yeah. he was a big influence on Wally. Yeah. I didn't Could I never got that until I rewatched this. Uh, um, but um, there's a moment where he's going through the cave and R2, is it? Yeah, with the sand people, and he hears something and he has his little whimper, like of fear. Mm. You can hear the fear in him, and it really humanized yeah. him for me. That little sound he made, you're like, oh, okay. Well, like, he's, he's scared. I liked having, like, when you were on the ship, so you had, like, had Obi Wan Kenobi, you had. Uh, Han Solo, you had Luke Skywalker, and I think it was Princess Leia. Princess Leia was yeah. there as well. And then you like have Chewbacca and Chewbacca, and then you have two. I'm like, have the two of them there as well. Like they feel like they're part of the yeah, yeah, party. The whole, you know, you like to have yeah. them there with yeah, them as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's a nice group. It's a great cast of characters. Yeah. And again, but R two also is extremely loyal. Like mm. he's so determined to get Obi Wan mm. to fulfill Leia's mission mm-hmm. that she has sent him on. Like he's yeah. risking. Life and limb, uh, yeah. You know, to escape from Luke, to go through the sand people, uh, everything is all about getting the message. And he won't even share the message with Luke until he's prompted. And he yeah. certainly shows a little bit of it until he's prompted. This was another moment with uh, C three PO as well, like you're saying, but he has some humor as well. Like when he thinks they've been, you know, when they're trapped in that thing, and he's trying to figure it out. The, the, yeah, the garbage. And they're like they're celebrating. And he's like, oh god, they're, they're, <laughs> they're dying. Really <laughs> they're dying in there. Just oblivious. That's a great line. They're actually great celebrating. Moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm amazed at how much I enjoyed him. On this viewing, because I really didn't enjoy him on the mm. first time I watched it. Like he really irritated me. But I, in fact, I I tried to watch Star Wars three times before I successfully watched it, and I turned it off every time within, but say ten minutes because of C three PO. He just irritated me so much. I don't know why, but I really liked him when I watched it this well, time. Well, I like the character. I yeah, liked him. no, I agree. I agree now. <clears throat> I like him. Chewbacca. Uh, he was inspired by George Lucas's dog. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, again, I got a lot of the yeah. pet vibes of him. Like even Han Solo pets him at one point. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's, he doesn't say much. No, he, like, doesn't. he doesn't have a lot of character development. But um, um, you know, he, he's a cool presence. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he, he looks kind of formidable. Like, vibe of a war from him. Like, yes, he had a bit of a war. He, imposing he even, figure. Even the sash. Yeah, he does. He yeah. has a sash and everything. I wonder if that was an influence. Possibly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I <laughs> like. I love the fact that he gets. I mean, when he's playing R two D two in the video game and he's getting upset, that he's oh, losing. Yeah, and, and he says like, "Yeah, it's like uh, you don't yeah. want to anger anger a Wookie." Yeah, I was <laughs> okay. I think let him was it then win next round or play yeah. a different game yeah, or something. Let him win or change yeah. change tactics. Yeah, or something like that. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed him. He doesn't have a lot of character development, but he's fun in the movie and yeah. he, he you know he works. Obi one. Uh huh. Um, so I got it. Hang on, I'm trying to find names. Okay, so he has that kind of mm. he's the wise old wizard, mm. you know, the, you know the, the the elder trainer who you know trains the young pup and mm-hmm. gives his life. You know what? I actually when I was watching it, uh, I got straight away was he gives his life so they can escape. Very much. No, and sorry, spoilers for Lord of the Rings. If you've never read or watched them, um, Fellowship of the Ring spoilers coming mm. in a second. When Gandalf gives his life so they can escape yeah. when he's fighting the Balrog, yeah. very much reminded me of him because he basically gives up. He he disarms his his uh, lightsaber and gives his life, so, mm. and Vader kills him mm. so that they can get away. Um, yeah, yeah, like he he is he, he's the teacher for Luke, and he kind of you know, he tells him tales about his father as well, and yeah. kind of um, 
uh, and about the Jedi's <laughs> and the Force and all that. Mm. Um, but but he he lays on a lot of exposition. <laughs> oh, he does, he does, yeah. Which was nice. Yeah. I was like, yes, fine. <laughs> but he's also like he's a mo- motivator, and he's kind of proclaiming Luke that you're destined and what you're capable yes. of. You know, yeah. so he's trying to. He needs to kind of get him to get him off his backside, and you got to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which I liked. I, I know. I, I did, even his voice, like I three, was one of the most enjoyable characters in the film. I thought he was really sort of. Kind of like um, Peter Cushing's character, he had a real yeah. presence about him. Um, I just going through other stuff that he kind of picked up on. Yeah, him. I mean, like, uh, one thing that struck me about him, to be honest, is he's like, So, Luke, will you come and join this um, near near certainty death? And it's like, it's like he was asking Luke to go for a few points. Well, do you, you know, know what? It's <laughs> like, interesting you say that because I was expecting. Um, Luke, that it would be Luke going, oh, please take me with you, please, please take me with you, because he'd been saying about how he wants to finish on the farm and that. Yeah. But then he says, I liked it was what Luke said, like, I can't do this, it's too far from home. Yeah. And it was actually Obi-Wan Kenobi that I needed to convince him. Because yeah, yeah. I just didn't, ex- I expected it to go be the other way, where sure, he was like, yeah. please let me come and with Obi-Wan you. And was like, no, I don't yeah, want to yeah. So yeah. I thought that was interesting that it didn't go the way I expected it to yeah. go. So for me, I kind of, I, I liked that. Yeah. Um, and then, even then, he kind of he's the one that kind of talks about like you, your uncle and like doesn't he say that, that that's your uncle talking? Yeah. But I think Luke then kind of has the conflict of like of his uncle and his father kind yeah, of. Yeah, we'll get to that in Luke. Yeah, in but Luke. yeah, no, no, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Leia. Uh, I know. Oh, more on one. Oh, 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 just, I'm trying to scroll or trying to find the right bits in the notes. Uh, oh yeah, there's a bit as well like where. Um, he says when he puts on the the helmet and he's kind of practicing with oh, the yes. lightsaber yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's what is it he says um, turn off your mind or turn off uh, use the force yeah yeah no there's something like hang on uh, hang on I gotta find this maybe I have it in the Luke bit um shit where is it while you're looking like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah he very much reminds me of the like I said, Gandalf, the Merlin kind of. I mean, I never even made that uh, link of kind of what was it? Owens Owen says that old wizard or something like that, and you can see the look that um, uh, Owen and his wife, can't his wife's name, looks and um, the look they gave is they know there's something more going on. He's not just like mm. an old hermit. He's, well, doesn't she say like she says like um, that he's like he's like his father. Or something at one point, the end. Oh yes, she does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I always say that's that's what worries me. Yeah. yeah. But I find it's fun a bit. Yeah. But when he puts on the helmet and on the ship and yeah. he practicing with the lightsaber. Yeah. And he says, Obi Wan Kenobi says that you opened the door to a whole new world. And I think it's again trying to underline what yeah. Luke has to do, where he has to do, and what he has yeah. to become. And, and, and also that, what the Force is as yeah. well. He's opened yeah. the door to the Force. Yeah. Which is and, uh, yeah. And then he also says he says your destiny is on a different path to mine, Luke. And I felt that was he, he decided at that point. Oh yeah, that's some yeah. that that was symbolic. That that was him yeah. saying, "If I pass the torch on to you, yes, you know, yeah. you take off the mantle now." And I, even yeah. though I really liked the character, I was like, I can see now why from now on sure. he's disposable. Like yeah. he can die now, and I yeah. can understand why they're doing it. I mean, even though I like the character. Yeah, no, I agree, and it is that classic trope. Mm. I mean, this this movie is full of tropes, but it does them really well. Mm. Um. Um, but uh, so they had a trope of you know the master dies mm-hmm. so and the student goes on you know but even um, then like at the end during the end where he's about to go into the final battle Luke and he hears he just he's just taking yeah, the words the yeah. force will be with you so yeah. he's, still, he's still feeling 
the influence yeah. of Obi Wan Kenobi. So yeah, yeah. yeah, as a character, I I, I liked him. Yeah, he was good. Uh, Princess Leia. Uh, yeah, Princess. Yeah. So Princess I mean, Leia. when I first watched it, um, I remember being really surprised at how capable she was. That's yeah, the exact same thing. I thought she was just damsel in distress because yeah. I I've heard of her mainly true friends and you know <laughs> Princess Leia in the gold bikini yeah, and, and she's kind of lying there and sitting there you never yeah. see her fighting or doing anything at least from our mm. uh, outside perspective just via pop oh, culture oh yeah and she's proper like she properly like, she's I mean, courageous mm, she's stretches she's, a fold under her she's not, she's not scared of Darth Vader like, she's just like no. I, I could smell your stench when you yeah, come on board yeah. like you know and, and says to Tarkin as well she says to him or says something like that to him or maybe it was him she says that to Tarkin yeah. So oh, no, I thought it was Darth Vader. She says she's equipped both of them yeah. anyway. Um, Even though she has stuff with, with Han Solo, like she's kind of a sharp tongue, and like yeah. she kind of she's able, well able to hold her own. And you can see, you well. see, like Han is like, Oh, okay, I like yeah. her. Like, he even <laughs> says, that I like her, but you can see that, like, he's like, Oh, yeah, he, she's not what I was expecting. But um, no, she definitely wasn't what I anticipated. And even then, like, she she shows like, um. She, she doesn't just hold her own verbally, but she's like very uh, tactical. Yeah, yeah she, she, when she escapes the weak spots, she gives in the weak spots. I guess she, yeah. so. She's very prevalent in that. Prominent, yeah, yeah totally. Part, and like you, you even like um like <laughs> where to attack, so like, where the weak spots are like, in the. In the so this is, so this is your plan just to go yeah. here and like with some plan. It's like <laughs> well, here was the brains. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, there's, there was a great dynamic between the three of them I thought Han, Luke and Luke, Leia yeah. they really have a great dynamic going on I, yeah, so I, I, I just thought I thought she was going to be damsel in distress and that was it yeah and I know. was so glad she yeah. was no she was like definitely um, surprised I was really impressed and happy I was like oh yes I, an actual interesting character mm. it's because you know back in the 70s unfortunately it was yeah. very standard that female characters were just nonsense mm-hmm. just uh, set dressing so I was really glad that she had a proper a proper role. Um, Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Oh no! I said before we go on, there was one. I did have one gripe, a, a pretty big gripe, and it's not so much with. It's definitely not with um with uh, Carrie Fisher's performance, but it's um there's there's almost no reaction. Why are you laughing, Atia? No, it's just um our dog Atia. If you're confused, <laughs> just sorry to interrupt you. Just it just. When I watched it, I, again, it's because hearing things from another film, I kept thinking of Scream 3 when they had that scene where, like, it is Carrie Fisher playing herself. Yes, like, it is, yeah. yeah. But you're so much like her. I was up to play Princess Leia. I, <laughs> I just thought of that and just laughed. I thought that was really good. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. But that, that was how you knew Carrie Fisher. Yeah, that's how I knew Carrie Fisher t- was t- her t- playing t- herself <laughs> in Scream 3. <laughs> She wasn't playing herself. She was playing someone. Oh, yeah, she's actually playing someone. Looked like her. Sorry. Yes. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. No, no. A big moment for me. A big gripe I have. It was with the script. Is Leia's non-reaction to the death of her planet and pretty much everyone she loves. I mean, all her family, friends, and her people have just mm. died horrifically, and she doesn't. I mean, she consoles Luke more with Obi Wan's death than. She even grieves herself. I mean, all her family friends dead, and mm. it irritated me. I, and I, I'd, I'd have liked. I know this film. I mean, George Lucas has said this film was aimed at kids, and actually, funnily enough, like I mean, you know, not that funny because he he did conceive both stories. He wrote Indiana Jones. He co-wrote Indiana yeah. Jones. I think no, I think he wrote this. You no, know, he did. He co-wrote Indiana Jones, and he wrote this. Mm. 
they're both inspired by old, you know, kind of the old serials, Flash Gordon, uh, Sinbad, and, mm. you know, uh, you know, um, Tarzan. You can see that even yeah. when, like, um, you know, when Luke, you know, swings across. Like that's, yes. that's such yeah, a yeah, yeah. classic swinging from a pirate, swinging yeah. from the ship yeah. only, you know. And he even said himself, he didn't see it as a sci-fi movie. He saw it as just a... You know, a swashbuckling, you Taking know, old place serial. in space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he called it a space opera. I think, mm-hmm. it was, I think he was who kind of. I could be wrong on that, but um, but but yeah, it, it, it um, I, but I, what I would have liked was just a little bit more downtime with the characters and just mm-hmm. let them just breathe a little bit more. Like there's great chemistry with them, mm-hmm. but I just I'd have liked a little more introspection, uh, just. I mean, even just one scene with Leia just crying, or just after crying, or just even I'm crying, just you feel the weight mm. of what has just happened to her and her people. But uh, yeah, okay, moving on to Han Solo. So I mean, this was this is Harrison Ford's breakout role, and I I could be wrong, but the rumor I heard was that he got this. He was on set. He was a carpenter on set, and someone I think George Lucas. I think he filled in or. George Lucas saw him and he's like, my God, he looks exactly what I'm looking for. Mm. And he happened to be an actor as well. And oh, cast. I could be wrong. I mean, that could be a, 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 um, an urban legend, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Um, but I thought he's really good. Just I really enjoyed his character so much. He's the rogue with a heart of gold. He is the chip on his shoulder. He does, very much so. And he is that kind of, that, that action hero kind of with the quip, you know, that kind of, that you'd see in Die Hard or something in a way, you know. Yeah, you know, he has great one-liners. Yeah, like I love that one where he's like, he's in the stormtrooper, and he's like, everything's okay here, and he's oh. like, and he's like, okay, yeah. That's the first number. So, how, so how's things with you anyway? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who is this? Yeah. Shoots him like I was a boring, boring conversation. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That was funny. <laughs> or the bits with um, when he's talking to Luke, and Luke says like, he says something like, uh, could have uh, what is he something about like uh, a man like me and. And Leia oh, could have been, no. Like her, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? I love the scene where like he's like he runs after the stormtroopers and then he, he realizes what he's up against he's getting shot and the runs scene back. of Chewbacca looking down and him sprinting yeah, back yeah. like with his tail between his legs, <laughs> um, very much like kind of like he bites off more than he can chew. Yeah. Um, I thought he was a lot of the comic relief. To yeah, he was. Yeah. I actually have it written down. Like he really was comic yeah. relief. He was really funny with this, in this. Um, and and I'm I, I genuinely forgot that he came back in the I, I knew obviously I was expecting he's, him to you're know, waiting but I genuinely forgot when when he when he mm. comes back oh, I couldn't yeah. remember what moment it was but it was very gratifying it really was and he wasn't motivated by money yeah no but but even also that that he had the dilemma in the first place mm. that he nearly didn't go and like and even I like that he calls Luke back and says may the force be with you even though he, I don't think he really believes in the force um. Like he says earlier, it's mumbo jumbo and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. but he he still he cares about Luke. Like he even offers Luke an invitation to, to mm-hmm. join him. I I like the scene that we where that alien that we talked about earlier um, pulls the gun down. Yeah, how he just acts really, yeah, like classic gunslinger. Oh, proper, you know, just and then Western. underneath the, the table. That's another thing. Yeah. Like Westerns would have been a huge yeah. influence in this. As well. I did like that. He was just he, he remained really calm, like you know, yeah, yeah, the situation. Yeah, you know. he just he's a. Just a kind of 
again, I was earlier, like it's a trope, but he mm. is the the cool badass, but mm. with a heart of gold beneath yeah. it all. There was a um, funny one line that's kind of yeah. yeah. Um, but I I re I thought it was a great performance, and I I loved the dynamic they had, as I said. Uh, Luke, yeah. So Luke is kind of your just your again tropes is he supposed to be a teenager i think so yeah because about, about 17 18, yeah because i think like one of the first lines you know like where they say like he's uncle's like ask him to take the robot to the, gar- the garage yeah and he's like i was gonna go meet some friends yeah you know? I, was, I love that it, it just completely yeah. grounds him in a relatable yeah. scenario where every teenager watching mm. or any, anyone who's been a teenager watches it mm. goes Oh, okay. He, I know that. He's so they can relate to that. Yeah, and he is clearly the audience because he's the guy who doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. He wants he dreams of adventure. Like we dream of watching mm. a great adventure. Well, yeah, that's adventure. true. He's very, he seems very restless. And like, he's, yeah, he's longing for an adventure. Really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like he, he, he knows he's meant for more. Mm. He has that yearning. Um, and as I mean, obviously, he's been told about his father being this great warrior and well, this great yeah, fighter. Yeah, yeah, he didn't know anything really much about him. And that, that oh, again, when he meets yeah. Obi Wan, like, of course, yeah, as well. Even, I'm sure there was intrigue, like what little he did know was like was fascinating to him, and he wanted to. And then, uh, like for me, one of the interesting parts in is kind of like how he's caught between we kind of alluded to earlier. Yeah. Doing what his father did, and it, yeah. or staying loyal to his uncle, who was the one who was cared for him. And I think he yeah. was going to stay. He was, yeah. I was only when he finds. And them. I like that that he yeah. again loyalty is a very big mm. uh, theme that runs through this movie. We see it mm. in a lot of characters, um, and he had loyalty to his family, and he was going to stay, um, mm. um, because obviously you got. I mean, I mean, these are the people who raised him, mm-hmm. and because obviously Vader didn't. Um, Spoilers, Liam. Sorry, no, no, no. <laughs> that's a joke. Even no. Liam knows that. <laughs> um, but uh, I am your father. <laughs> really? No, not really. You're not Captain House of Arms. Which is his brother in the third one, which was ridiculous. Yeah, that, yeah. so stupid. <laughs> Spiders for Austin Powers three. <laughs> Gold member. <laughs> Um, Remember when the Tom Cruise is Mike Myers? It's, that was fun, as Austin Powers. It's there. That was yeah, it was fun. Sorry. Anyway, digress. <laughs> Back to Luke. Uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah. So I like the fact that he had the, the, the quandary. Like you were saying, was that like even though he has that yearning, he still doesn't jump at it. Mm-hmm. Like he won't abandon the, the the responsibility he has to his family. And again, you see that scene where he's, where he's you know, his uncle and aunt just charred corpse. Mm-hmm. But again, it's critique I had. Like I have it later. He should have had yeah. more of a reaction. I yeah, and I would have liked to have seen like more. He reacts more, more to the death of Obi Wan than he does yeah. to his uncle and aunt. I agree. Who raised him. I would have liked to see more kind of the motivation. Like obviously he goes back because of it, but more kind of how it's kind of tormenting. Yeah, him. he should anger him. Yeah, more. he should want to and go kind of the ramifications of like, it, and also that should inspire him more than Leia. Yeah, and also exactly yeah, and also maybe he's also still questioning it a bit though because it's like is this what my uncle would want to do even you know what yeah, I, mean? I yeah. feel like there was a lot of stuff there that they could have channeled into more for yeah, him no, that he had to deal with yeah that is that is my biggest gripe with, mm. with Star Wars is that the characters even though I, I, I think they're great characters they just don't dive into them enough mm. I'd have liked more character development even though, especially, I think in particular because what we got, I really liked. Mm. And like, I really liked it. Like they, the they, they didn't finish. It's just surface. Yeah. But thankfully, that's why they didn't have sequels. Mm. And and this is one of the few occasions where the sequels definitely add to the story. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, um, but but I liked him. You, you know, he's 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 really loyal. Um, I like that he also would see Trepio and R two. He cares for them as well because yes. I liked him. Yeah, and they're kind yeah. of more innocent, you know. Um, so you know, yeah, absolutely. You saying like the the whole pet comparison. Yeah, but I also I like the dynamic as I said earlier a couple of times that he has with him and and Han and and obviously the leadership he shows when he takes over the the fleet at the end of Dexter. What? No, no, I think I just I just realized something. But we'll get to it in a minute. Okay, all right. Um, you just realize Harrison Ford's in both movies. I love the that aside from that. But yeah, um, but yeah, that's me. We move on to Indiana Jones. Well, we didn't talk about Darth Vader. <gasps> How did I talk about Darth Vader? And that's why I was about to say I was like, oh, so you left him for last. I was wondering why you didn't leave Luke till last because oh the main character. I actually don't have him written down, which is ridiculous. My God. Okay, Darth Vader. <sighs> I can talk about him no problem. <sighs> I mean, do you know what that sound is? Do you know what I realized? I'll be back, 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 no. back. He did that. He did do that. He did do that. If you know what I'm talking about. If you're not sure what you're talking if about. If you've ever seen Under Scary Small, just, no, no, just, just, just type in Darth Vader anti drowning ad oh. into YouTube. Yes. <laughs> um, that's, I, that's what got him the role. Wasn't it possible? I, I, I think so. I think it may I've have been some, somebody. I'm not sure. Way. I'm not sure. But um no 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 um but it's a no, bigger insult than me having not having heard of any of the characters you're forgetting to Well well to be honest, it was just I think it was almost like it was so a given that I just yeah. had forgot to literally write. I thought down. you just were deliberately leaving him to be last because he was no, the most I, I, iconic I, I, character. I, I, I would no, I would have left yeah, I would have left Luke for last, that's yeah. But no no, we're going to Vader, sorry. Um Well I thought well, just, just we were saying about the, the breathing. Yeah. What what struck me was that's really similar to what they used in Halloween with Michael Myers breathing mm, his mask. Yeah. And and that was three years before. No, no it's one year before. One year before. Yeah. I wonder if I, I'd be surprised if it was. Just when you mentioned it, it probably was. Yeah. Um, like, and because like Michael Myers, it works so well. Every time you hear that breathing, you're reminded he is here. He, his, the, the suit looks fantastic. He looks domineering. Mm. Well, I think he's a nice contrast to the to the stormtroopers as well because the fact that they're in white, yeah, and he's in all black, yeah, so he yeah, really yeah. stands out. Yeah. as like a more powerful version of them. Yes, kind of, you know? yes, and and Star Wars, as it goes on to it, will you see later? Color is very important mm. in Star Wars, and you know the the dark side and the and and and, and the uh, the light side, and shifting, because obviously, again, I don't want to discuss things too much, but you only, you know I mean you heard earlier that. Uh, Darth Vader was a student of Obi Wan, so you know that yes, yeah, Vader yeah. was on, mm. on the light side before. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, but he also kind of just even just when he's standing, you're just in the scene and he's just standing. You, your eyes kind of gravitate towards him, like he he grabs your attention even when he's not speaking. Yes, and there's other people talking, and you just see him. You kind of you kind of wander over. And what's he doing now? What what's his take on what's being said here? You know. Yeah. Um, but he's he's very kind of. Um, you know, he's vicious and ruthless and oh. imposing. Like when he kills that guy with his uh, squashing his throat. Yeah, it's choking him. Chuck. Yeah, yeah. No, he, yeah. He, he really is. Um, but like you say, it's, it's funny because it's very hard to separate this movie, him and this movie, from the other ones. Like where I, where I know of the character, mm. there's so much there. But like it's it not fair because this discussion yeah. is regarding this movie. Well, well, so I'm trying to kind of push those things out of my head. Well, what, what is nice is like just oh, you said on, on the breeding, like it, it, it's... It's like a signature calling card for yeah. him, as is his suit. Yeah, you know, as from a visual standpoint. Yeah, believe me, he has the signature just hear calling that sound. Yeah, and, and that voice, uh, James Earl Jones, voice mm. in him, 
Um, well, that's the other thing I'd say that, like, despite you know, like he has, you know, he's impactful, but despite the kind of aura that he has, he's quite grounded and diplomatic in how mm. he speaks as well, which yeah. is interesting. You know, yeah, despite yeah, his dominant, he's figure. not he's not like a crazy lunatic. No. He's an intelligent yeah. um, tactician, yeah. and he's an amazing fighter. As we mm. saw, a uh, pilot. Yeah. Um, we we saw in the final scene where he's, he, I'll do it myself, and he goes out, mm. and which yeah. is is a nice way of getting him out of the stairs that he survives <laughs> from the sequel. Yeah. Um, but, but I, yeah, I, I don't think there was a sequel planned originally. I think he'd have liked to have done it, but I don't think he, like he, I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure hearing an interview with him where he said that he he was astounded at the reaction it got, and he was like, "Well, if you like that, wait until you see what I." really can do yeah. really kind of go for it but um but yeah it's sort of, it was just like that was nice that you got that as well so you had the aura and kind of dominate mm. dominant kind of vibe from him as just as a brute force but yeah. then he's also very so diplomatic and well-spoken as well so that was nice you know yeah no uh, yeah he, he's, he's not like a, a savage he's not a mindless uh, yeah, monster like, he, he is terrifying and he is really dominating and, and uh um, intimidating but he's also you know I know the fight scene wasn't choreographed very well but he's mm. an excellent hand-to-hand combat he's an excellent pilot he's extremely capable in, in so many different areas and you can see why he's you know trusted or you know by by the, yeah the Tarkin and the... Um, but yeah no I, I I thought he was great I mean even to, as I said that second when he arrives on the station you're just like whoa that presence mm. Like Undertaker walking down. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, move on to Indiana Jones. Um, yeah, so Major Tot, the German crazy, uh, uh, Harry, crazy Harry from Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> He's creepy. Like he is. He is. I, I described him as a slimy lizard. Mm. When he first comes in, he just he's like he's slithering. His in. eyes are kind he of just, I, really odd. He just really is off-putting immediately. Um, he's he's a bit of a coward as well. I'll be honest, though, I was expecting him to be have more of a part. Like I didn't. He goes in and out of it. I thought he was yeah, dead. To be honest, like, yeah, like like Belloc really is the yeah. the main. He, even though he's not the leader, he's nemesis. the main because he's for, a for, for personal nemesis of Indy because he's yeah. kind of stolen a lot of stuff from yeah. him or taken the line yeah, he's a rival he's yeah. a, oh, he's a colleague friend. technically yeah. as well um, so I was expecting Todd to have more of an influence because I did recognise when I saw him I recognised the meme and I mm. knew okay he's got a kind of face melt melt away at some point I didn't even know that that's the thing <laughs> they just uh, knew yeah. about I saw his face melting but he has that moment where he goes to the tent to your Belloc is with Marion and he comes in mm. wanting to get questions, yeah. and there he does come across as quite intimidating. He does, but forceful. I think he's a bit of a coward because. Oh, he is, but the same in that moment. He, he's, he's, how, okay, how how good of him to tower over a, a woman when he's Who's got a like, backup him, all, yeah. all around him? And and been bound for days, really. Yeah, yeah. How, how big of him? Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the Harry thing. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I thought of instantly. <laughs> I, I, did, I did as well. Especially when I saw the imprint yeah, on his hand, I was like, "Oh my mm. god!" But it was quite funny, him. actually. Yeah, when he ran out. Um, but uh, <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, it's not a lot to him, really. No, like I, to be honest, but Balak is to me is, is uh, definitely, definitely. It's but the, we go on to Salah first. Yeah. Um, so again, really odd that and he's played 
but it was a January uh, Gimli. <laughs> Gimli. Um, but he's English and he's playing an Egyptian man. Yeah, it's just strange. I just did you did you think he was a little harsh though, Joe? When 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 Indy thought Marion was oh dead, my he God. just says, "Yes, I know she's dead." Life goes on, like, Indy. George Lucas doesn't care when people die. <laughs> it's just like life goes on, Indy. It's like, like it he be has no an hour time. after she, he thinks yeah. she's dead. He has no time for mourning at all in movies. No character should mourn. Yeah. It's pretty bizarre. Which is is, you know, it's a pity because. Because there is a really good scene. I'll wait for that. We'll get to it in a minute. Well, I mean, okay. Because um, it's about other characters. But, uh, oh, yeah, but, okay. but I mean, okay. But, um, I, I, yeah, so, so he's, he's dedicated to Indy. Like, yeah, he's a lot of spies for him. And... But what's interesting is I thought that, you know, when they leave on the ship and um, uh, Indy and Marion and yeah. they're saying thanks to him, Joe, yeah. and even a real heartfelt thank you. There's a look he gives, and I thought, I was like, oh, is he going to betray them, and does he feel guilty? I thought they were kind of teasing that at you, because he gives a kind of a look like he feels guilty. I think they're setting that up because yeah. he's been betrayed by so many helpers yeah, exactly before. The I don't know if it's going to be like a continued thing above true. Not that yeah. it had to be, but yeah. I was like, oh, it's going to happen again, like, where he's going to be betrayed, because Germany thinks at one point that Salah might have betrayed him when the yeah. rope is gone, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I thought I liked that, that they kind of teased that. Yeah, um, you know that, that was good. Um, um, and he uh, he saves Indy, of course, um, mm. when he's mourning. When he's mourning, and he sends the kids in. Although, I mean, he knows there's a whole lot of guns <laughs> in there, and he just like, I oh, know, send a lot of innocent children in as a, as a human be shields. Okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's still. No, I just said that's serious. Maybe that's what he was thinking. Like, no, children. Um, yeah, uh, and then I is my last point was that he dismissed Marion's death and just wasn't happy. <laughs> ah, well, you know, these yeah. things happen. Um, she's crying over spilt milk. Spilt <laughs> milk. Uh, Marion. Yeah. Okay. Um, at she first, didn't... at first for me, I was like, "Oh, Leia Part two I was like, "Oh, I'm a strong, you know, capable." She has a bit of spice to her, like she does with that. Yeah, but, but she, she does. Yeah, away. kind of. Yeah. She becomes a, just a damsel. Yeah, she does. Yeah, just kind of on his back with this. Although to her. No, they were being terrified, but like, no, um, we just she becomes irritating. What I did like though was they had just our first scene, they had that drinking contest. Yeah, I liked that they would call back to that with Baylock later. Yeah, that that was a nice And she was trying to be calculating and like getting up her hand on him. Like, Mm. you know, I did like that. That was probably her best moment, probably. Was that big? That opening scene was definitely the best. No, but the scene with Baylock later, those two, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the opening scene was great, and even like when, um. She's drinking with your man. I love even Simon got to with her, but like when he the the guy she's taking on in the competition, mm. and uh, they think she's gone, but she's not, and then he has to go in again. Yeah, and like, like shh, shh, as if like when when I put him off, like, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was a lovely. He drinks out and just he can't spoil and just get gone. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, so like she's she's you know she's seen as capable. She stands up for herself mm. and all of this and. Even she gets involved, you know, in the in the fighting in in in, in the pub as well. Mm. But then she just like collapses as a character mm. for me. She, I, I can understand why she was pissed off at. Um, at uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. We'll get to that. And Indy when she goes into the we'll she, get to that. William did the snake pit. Like, yeah. I was like, I like because like there's no way he couldn't guarantee that she was going to be killed. You know, not yeah. long after that, he couldn't yeah. guarantee that no. he was literally put in the ark before her. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, so I can understand why she was really multiple times. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm to be honest. Uh, I, I didn't think she was great. Uh, I thought she, she started. Okay, like, she started well. Yeah. 
and I, and I was excited and I was like, oh, okay, cool, interesting mm-hmm. character. And then she's kind of stripped away from me. Yeah, Bella. Yeah. yeah. So he was the most surprising part of this movie for me. There's that scene they have where it's sitting two, down drinking. And this is what I'm saying that we said about like when they had the more he could have written about you know, reacting better to death or stronger to death. This was like a great piece where like, yeah, this yeah. is like yeah, a bit of, like, give me more of this. Yeah, the fact that he suggests that, like, you know, we're not too alike. It was too on the nose for me. Which, just the we're not so different, you and I. Which you, I know to be fair, this movie came out in eighty one. It just that's it's used in so many movies. I know. I, I really like that scene. The fact that he says that, like, no, you're like a just... shadow of me, and like one nudge, and you could just be bad. Because you even do yourself that there are times where indie does play dirty and does kind of no I agree you know so I think maybe and then there's a look that Indy gives it almost like he's he's annoyed because he knows that he possibly Balak is right in a way no and all of that is fine and I think Balak can can kind of point it out but it was Mm. too on the nose it was like like I got that and you got that I'm sure Mm. um, without needing to be pointed out it it felt a bit like um, like hey audience hey hey audience Indy is dark and closer to Bella than you might have thought coming into this. So just so you know, like, you know, they're not that different. It just felt very on the nose. But other than that, I thought the scene was really well done, really well acted. I like the fact that Indy was in mourning mm. after he, when he thought it was the death of Mary. Mm. And, uh, and and Bella was very uh, uh, dominating. Yeah, uh, I, 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 and he enjoys playing with yeah, him. teasing him. Yeah. And like, he kind of... Was well he knows active. what buttons to push on Indy, but and but also the thing is he actually respects him as well. Yeah, what Indy is capable of. Yeah, he knows his and I think he knows Indy. It kind of reminded me of like a Sherlock Holmes Moriarty type mm. of thing. Playing or up, even yeah. even like the Dark Knight playing like a game of chess, 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 like a chess Batman match. Kind of yeah, 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 very much so. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 you complete me. Well, I mean, and that that is that is. True of so many great villains and fate and nemesis. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, it is. I like as well that like Joe later in the film, he knows Indy so well that he like baits him yeah. into destroying yeah. the earth, knowing that he's not yeah. gonna do it. Yeah. Like, Everyone else would, would have yeah. left. But I love the day he did that. Yeah, that no, was great. I I agree. I, yeah. and I thought he was a really fun character. And I like yeah. the fact that he like he's good to Marion. Yeah, he's he like better it. to her than Indy is, yeah. to be honest. He does like it. Um, and but he saves her multiple yeah. times. But even also, like he he tries to save save her from being tortured. Mm. He um, when they throw into the pity, like you know, he's yeah. not happy with her. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. And you get the feeling that he's only with the Nazis for as long as he has to mm. be, and he'll dump them as soon as he yeah. can. Like, you get the feeling that maybe he doesn't like being. And also, to be fair to him. This is 36, this is before the concentration camps, this mm-hmm. is before yeah. all of that. At oh. this point, and I use the word only in, <laughs> in, in parentheses here, they're only causing havoc, you know, by you know, <laughs> rising fascism <laughs> yeah. in Germany. But the world, certainly at this point, they haven't even committed the atrocities. Mm. World War II hasn't started at yeah. this point. Um, so he wouldn't know, he wouldn't think of them the way we, we think of them now. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's important to remember mm-hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, I think basically he is, I wouldn't even say a mirror uh, of Indy, I would say they're two shades of the same colour. Um, and at times, in, uh, Indy is a darker shade. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Shane and Rick in Walking Dead a bit. <laughs> yeah. Or even like Rick up against like, the governor, governor or um, uh, Negan kind of. But at times, Indy is the governor. Yeah. Um, we got Indy. 
Yeah. So he's intelligent, obviously. He's a professor, which I like that that he has that kind of academic side to him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, what's nice with it? It's, it's like kind of like reminded me of like Clark Kent. It's like his alter ego. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I, I like the fact that it was all girls in his classroom. Yeah, well, there was a couple of girls. Almost all girls. And your one was like the eyelids. Love I you. love you. That was great. But I like that he's he feels uncomfortable after he's seen this amazing mm. scene where he's yeah. so capable. He seems really. Uh, insecure in himself in this environment yeah. which is a lot more you know yeah, safe it's fun, and, it's yeah, it? yeah he, he, nice, he feels yeah. at home shooting and chasing and all that stuff yeah. um, but I have to say he is without doubt the worst archaeologist that's ever lived I mean there's one thing is again again unfortunately at the time archaeology was go to a country and steal the artifacts and bring them back I mean the British mm-hmm. I went to the British Museum earlier this year and I saw some amazing pieces but like they're Egyptian and Greek and they're stolen from well, not all stolen I think some but anyway we'll make mm. the of that basically but a lot of the items in the British Museum and all the museums all over the world are stolen from the land mm. and really? yeah yeah Jeez. I mean like you know, the Rosetta Stone which is how we understand what hieroglyphs are like that's in the British Museum you know, uh, I mean, so many items were just went in and just took them. Claimed, yeah. you know, um, and a lot of countries want them back. I mean, th- there's um, a head, an Easter Island head uh, in there. And like the those people, they want it back because they worship and it's part of their faith. Mm. So it's very controversial. But but again, this is 36 and we have to watch it in the context of, well, even less so when it was made, but actually when it's set, and mm-hmm. that's what archaeology is. But even that aside, he destroys so much. Even when he's taking off the lid, the capstone of the ark, and he just flings it to the <laughs> ground. I mean, that's priceless. It's the, it's the capstone of the ark of the covenant, and he flings it to the ground. I know later on he's trapped and he kind of has to do something, but like he smashes the... The, the statues to, to destroy the wall to, to escape the room that one I can, I forgive him because he's trapped otherwise but he destroys a lot of artifacts in this um, it's it's quite hard <laughs> I think though, at the get go they kind of show you that he's kind of quite cool under pressure a lot of things when the guy yeah. pulls the gun he's a rope flips it out yeah. with spiders you know how he's oh, yeah, casually, yeah. He, he, you know. he's basically he's James Bond yeah uh, in in nineteen thirty, um, what I liked as well was like when they when Mar- um, Marcus tell, declares Joe that like they've given him the okay to go search for the ark, he's like Joe in his house. He's like a child. He's like, really excited. Like you know, like it's yeah. Christmas. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he really loves this stuff. Oh like, yeah, you know, he, he lives. He, cl- as he loves earlier, doing like, this. He's awkward in the classroom, but yeah. he clearly lives for the for adventure quests, and, yeah. and the, the archaeology the archaeological digs and, uh, and finds uh, can we talk about the tent scene where he just leaves it oh. I don't know can't leave it it's a huge scene that's what I'm saying um, and he does it twice he does it he does it then when he leaves Marion I mean like he's literally untying and he's like wait I can't because I want to get the ark yeah, so much this will ruin it because if like, you go he could kill her yeah like the ark to him is more important and, and then of course like, they, they already established oh definitely and they already established that like he had abandoned her earlier yeah. like before the movie even started yeah yeah like he's really treated this woman terribly, uh, and she just came, comes running back to him, um, uh, and then again, like with the Eric later on, where he's like, "Just let the girl go," and no, like that's not what he wants. He wants <laughs> well, the Eric. I, I did like the moment you know where he says like, um, 
he says to Sal, like, uh, I'm going to make it that I'm going to make it to that truck. And he's like, How is like, I don't know. I'm just making it up as I go. <laughs> no, you know? yeah, like he, he, he's he's very funny. I mean, mm. obviously it's Harrison Ford. So he's mm. very charismatic. I mean, it's clearly similar. I feel like it feels like if you mixed Han Solo and James Bond together, mm. you kind of get um uh, Indiana Jones. He's definitely a darker shade of grey than Han mm. is. Um, um and but he has a lot of very humorous moments like I said like you know the the, the shootout with the the, the oh, sword yeah. and martial artist and so casually he does it like oh, yeah. I can't be dealing with this now no time for this absolutely I love the little, little look he gives when he like he thinks he has the item mm. and he thinks he did it perfectly well and he's just so proud of himself mm. and then no it just everything everything changes um, so I know he, he's a very he's a very uh, fun character but I'll be honest, there's elements of him that are very dark and are interesting, but it's it's very strange for choice for a blockbuster, mm. family-friendly blockbuster yeah. movie that he would be, to be honest, so unlikable in a lot of ways. Like he's not a good person in mm. any way, shape, or form. Like he is a he's he he's a prick. Like he he's not. Beep. A, <laughs> I don't. I, I think that's only an Irish mm. curse, isn't it? Mm. I don't know. Is that? It seems a lot. I don't know. Okay, sorry. Um, I, I, I want to leave it in. I want to leave it in. It's like we're allowed. It's like we're PG thirteen. You know, it's like we're everyone's allowed one. Um, well, I think you did uh, slightly drop the F word earlier, um, but it was quite subtle. So let's see if people notice. I go back and rewind. Listen, let's do it again. Download it again and share with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like it, for the film the action is the focal point yeah in a lot of ways 100% 100% so characters he, are yeah, very much have second to, he's charismatic and you fight you 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 enjoy him as your lead in the film and he's there to help with you know the he's with the action you know yeah mean? no he is but the he action is. is the main is. aspect it of is film. but as i said earlier i prefer movies when the when the action is informed mm. by the events and the the characters usually they both come together yeah, it yeah. elevates everything yeah up. that's true but i think with this type of film you can have an okay character it doesn't have to be an amazing character and it still works no i know. i agree i mean like the, the, there are scenes i mean for example we we did the raid and the raid was a was a film where it was just like ridiculous yeah. in in what they achieved, and you're like, okay, you're this, this like is what we're doing. Like Characters throw away. We're just just watching this, and there are moments in this film that are like that, like the chasing in particular, where you're just your your, your jaw drops, yeah. and you're like, how in the name of God did the poor man, who obviously wasn't Harrison Ford, who did that stunt survive? Because, I mean. I'm, not, I'm hope. I mean, I hope to God. And to be honest, I'm watching. And I'm like, I'm hoping he doesn't die. I'm not hoping that Indiana Jones doesn't die. I'm hoping the stunt guy yeah, doesn't, doesn't die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, I hope that he was on some kind of pulley system underneath the truck. Mm. But I, I fear he just did that. Like, I'm sure they had some mechanism. But like, like I mean, he easily could have gone under under the wheels. Mm. And I, oh, I yeah. just I shuddered watching. To be honest, I feel like. It, we use a lot of wrestling references in this podcast. I feel like when I watch back now Mick Foley's matches and I kind of cringe, cringe because I'm like, oh, don't do that to your body. You don't need to do that to entertain us. But he did. And when I watched it, I loved it. But now I look back and I go, oh, I wish you didn't destroy yourself mm. like that. 
I'd rather you were like able to walk properly yeah, now. Yeah, I would prefer you to be able to walk. To entertain then, me for one match. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, but obviously, to, anyway, that's totally irrelevant. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's I think that's characters. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first? Do I go first? Do you go to some? Okay. Um, so, um, as I said, I really like Indy. Uh, is it? I really like Indy. I think Indy's a good character. Uh, I don't particularly like. I, I, I see. I do like him. I don't like him, which is good. And it's funny because when I find that in a character, where like I'm like, oh, don't like. Well, not like Travis Pickle, for example, in Taxi Driver. Again, I mentioned that a lot. My favorite movie. We probably will never do it though because it doesn't fit into our three round. Genre movie. Um, maybe we'll as I say we, we're, we're, we're messing around the idea of doing a review episode where it's just we just talk about it as a whole so we might do something like that in the future let us know if you're interested in hearing kind of a different kind of take on our reviews where we just do like one episode where we just discuss it we're not doing rounds not against anything else it's just like a movie a review basically. an assessment yeah. um, but it allows us to do other movies that are won't fit into the genre kind of um, scope Anyway, so normally I I love it when characters are really grey and but I thought for what this movie was and like you were saying earlier, like the characters are second to the action mm. and the adventure. And so when you're making a movie like that, it's odd that the lead character is unlikable in a lot of ways. Like he's cool, but he's he's very unlikable. Um and uh, Belloc I thought was fantastic. I loved his character. I thought he was really, really good. And I, 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 it's a shame he died in this. I'd have loved to have seen their rivalry go on mm. into other movies. That's a bit more. It would have been really interesting to see where they went with it. Um, but there are four of them. Is there? I know it was the original three. Three of them. Another one a few years one. ago. Yeah. yeah okay. uh, but I think we'll probably just do. We could actually do the fourth one against the the. I, I'm not doing the prequels. I'm not going to watch them again, ever again. I've watched them more than enough. But uh, we could do the the the, new, the first, the newest ones, maybe. We'll discuss that later. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> the people listening understand exactly what mm. I'm saying. Anyway, we'll definitely do the trilogy, the original trilogy versus the original Star Wars trilogy. I think that's locked in. It just It's just too perfect not to do it. But, um... Yeah, those two characters are what grabbed me in Indiana Jones. Star Wars has, I mean, literally, I left off Darth Vader off the list for God's sake. It's got so many characters that I really liked. It's got a lot of characters, but it's got a lot of characters I really liked. Like, I liked Han Solo, I liked Leia, I liked Luke, I liked Vader, I liked Obi-Wan, I like C-3PO and R2-D2, Tarkin. I mean, Chewbacca isn't really much of a character, but like he he's fun. Um, but like I mean Luke, Leia and Han their chemistry is fantastic mm-hmm. and um, I suppose those three really to be honest they're real standouts for me um, I think Vader achieves more in the later movies uh, Tarkin is great um, but yeah it's Star Wars it's definitely Star Wars for me um, yeah I think um, with Star Wars there's a a real variety of characters you know interesting different figures you know um like i wouldn't say there's any character that's fantastic but there's a lot of very good characters mm. in it you know that and you're interested fair, in you know um and there's like it's about seven or eight like i mean you've got you know luke and he's a 
Princess Leia and Solo, I, I think Obi-Wan Kenobi is possibly Obi-Wan. the most interesting character in it. Um, you have Darth Vader and Tarkin, and then you also have C-3PO and R2. Yeah. And Chewbacca. Chewbacca, yeah. So you have a lot of very so interesting figures yeah, and yeah. all the different... Yeah, you're never bored for a second. And I really like the kind of the party. And then yeah. That group kind of like the fellowship. Of the, yeah, that group is all of them together. I yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. Um, Wayne Dana Jones, I feel like Balok is really good. Yeah. Um, but like aside from him, I feel like it's just Indiana Jones is carrying it on yeah, his own. It's, it's a one man show, yeah, kind of. definitely. Um, and, and he's a fun character, like you know, in it, he works in it. But I think there's a lot more characters going places and doing yeah. things in Star Wars. So I'd give Star Wars uh, the mark for characters. Okay, so that gives us the Star Wars 4 2 in a very, very, very tight battle and one that we're really divided on in mm. two rounds in particular. I mm-hmm. want the first one in, in absolute particular. I think we were close to definitely in round two. Um, but you well no you definitely went for Indiana Jones and I went for Star Wars but it was closer mm. for me I think I, I really enjoyed the action uh, and yeah no the action I thought was I was very much for um, but yeah um, that's that's a that's a close battle that's 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 um, I think people are going to be shocked by pretty much everything we've said by the, the fact that we haven't seen these movies well, I, I've seen Star Wars once before that's mm. still I'm thirty four years old and I'm a nerd self-professed <laughs> nerd i love comic books i love we love star trek uh, uh you know uh um uh, they're just really like, they like star trek yeah, <laughs> i know yeah <laughs> Maybe that doesn't help. particularly we, next generation that's like we grew up on star trek yeah i mean there's not but i didn't invite it for that reason it was no just, not me neither uh, it was the same reason either. i invited casablanca and the same reason i invited citizen kane it was just like it's not going to live up to that yeah for me it wasn't really so much a case of avoiding i just for, I just never had a pull to watch it for some reason i don't know why you know i just never never yeah. drew me in um I, 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 I think it's a well-made really fun movie it's nowhere near one well I'm looking forward to watching the second one yes. because you said and I, I, I don't want to build up too much because yeah. again like but I, but I'm actually looking forward to watching the second yeah, Jones as well yes I am as well because um, I, I do like those kind of adventure films I, I, fun, like. I think I was a bit harsh on Indiana yeah, Jones I think it was just I think after the high of Star Wars I was expecting it to be as good as Star Wars and especially everyone else was seeing and I mean, like, if it was on, I mean, in no way would I give out or anything. Mm. And I did enjoy some of the scenes a lot, but it just, I like you were saying with the characters, in, if Belloc isn't there, Indy is carrying it, like, mm. on his back. And Harrison Ford is an amazing actor, and, uh, and he can do that, but just it wasn't enough. And I think it really, this is a, an, one of the few times where the direct comparison to something else really hurt it. I wonder if it had been, like, maybe 30 minutes shorter, that maybe. might have helped it. Maybe, you know. but to be honest, I wanted more downtime in both movies. Actually, I wanted the characters to breathe. Like that scene with Belloc and Indy in the pub, in the tavern. Like, just let them stew. Yeah. You know, let them grow. Um, we don't need like. But even the scene with the university, I like that scene where we were talking about like, the like, like, that, like the what's his name? The... No, yeah, no, that was interesting. But like, what's his name? The um, uh, major tot. Like, why is he there? Like Belloc is there. Mm. Like, he covers everything you need to do. You can have the. I mean, the, the other helper guy besides Todd. He can be there. He can Love be the nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. But like Belloc is clearly the best character. I don't know why 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 Todd is getting involved. He doesn't really do anything. Um. 
But yeah, um, I am looking forward to watching the next one. That's what I wanted to say. I, I didn't dislike this movie. It just really didn't live up to what I was hoping it would be. Um, Star Wars isn't one of the greatest movies of all time, which a lot of people say it is, but I still really, really enjoyed it. And Is Empire Strikes Back the, the most beloved one? Though? It is, generally. For me, definitely. Yeah. It is definitely Have the best. Have you seen all of them? I have seen... I've seen the nine episodes. I haven't seen Rogue One. There's a couple of spin-off movies. I'm just getting lost. <laughs> okay, so we, okay, so we, okay, a quick, quick, quick uh, lesson. History lesson. So there is the... Um, the original three. The original trilogy, yeah. okay, which is episode four, which you just watched. Episode five. Why is the first one called episode four? Because the first, because the, the, the okay, so the original three movies, and then the next three movies are prequels. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So oh, that's why they're episode oh, okay. one, two, three. That's it. Um, so four is uh, the one we just watched. Five and six are in that original trilogy together. Then there's three pre- prequels, mm-hmm. and then there's three after this trilogy. We oh. So so it goes up to one to nine, yeah. and so nine just came out. Uh, it was a year year. And a half so what were, were the prequel ones? The ones that came out in the nineties? Yes, nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. Oh, okay. yeah. just three of them. Okay. Yeah. And are any of them any good? No. <laughs> uh, the third one, I think, is not as bad as I think it's some, as people say it is. I actually thought it was okay. But I think it was it was hold over from my love of the characters from the original trilogy. The first one is one of the worst films I've ever seen. And that is not hyperbole. It is genuinely one of the worst films that I've ever seen. Second one is slightly better. and But it, it, it has... Um, uh oh god um uh, christopher lee is in it and he is oh uh, he's riding this little scooter thing it's one of the funniest it, it reminded me of uh, <laughs> reminded me of uh, uh gareth Marenghi's dark place when they're on the little bikes and they're cycling. it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen completely unintendedly funny christopher lee is funny in it but it just it just it's a bad so after those three like in more recent years i'm ready to admit now they've made some nine of the kind of original one right but then they did a separate prequel to this movie it's called rogue one and it's you know know, the plans that they they got Mm -hmm. in order to had the movie is about them getting those plans how they got those plans and i think it ends where this one where this one starts yeah, so, so you, you had the three original one and you did three in the 90s early 2000s yeah so how many of them had since that three is it? since that there's three of the trilogy there's but then there's two other spin-offs there's a prequel to Han so there's Solo. five more basically yeah, after five more ones. five more okay. after, after and how many of them have you seen i've seen all but the two other mini spin-offs Are you intend to watch them um I've heard mixed things about Rogue One, the Han Solo one. I've heard very bad things about. I may get around to it at some point while watching. But let's let's just talk briefly, very very briefly, about what I am watching right now, which is Star Wars, and it's The Mandalorian. It's a t- TV series and Disney Plus, and it is fantastic. It is without doubt the best Star Wars I've seen since Empire Strikes Back, which is the next Star mm-hmm. Wars movie. I would say Empire and The Mandalorian. Or two are like points. absolute peaks. And w- where would you rate the three that came out after the ninety ones? Um, are they good? Uh, the first one. Are, the first like one. Some people had issues with it, but I didn't grow up with the movies, and I really liked it. Mm. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was. I mean, it's a soft reboot. I mean, it, I mean, it's very similar to this movie. It follows the beats 
very closely, <coughs> but it's genuinely a really fun, enjoyable movie. J.J. Abrams did it. Mm. And the next one is us. And what they did was they they allowed the directors and the writers to go off on different tangents and not compare notes. Okay. So the trilogy, the the last trilogy starts going one way. Then it swerves this way, and then characters are like dropped, and their story arcs completely collapse in the third one, and they're never resolved, and it's really irritating. The third one is is a terrible movie. Okay. Um, but yeah, okay, that's 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 Star Wars. But The Mandalorian, you should watch Man- The Mandalorian. I haven't started season two yet. I'm waiting for it to finish before watching it. But the first season is is without doubt one of the most enjoyable seasons, um, of television. Just proper adventures mm. fair it just oh it's just so good um yeah we, 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 we uh, anybody listening to this has already watched it but for you Liam um, so when should we do the sequel um I don't know we'll we'll, we'll decide that again because we have a tight schedule we have we have movies picked up till June mm-hmm. um and we could read mm-hmm. because I really want to do we We'll see. We'll we'll announce it when we when we know, but we'll have a discussion maybe off the air, and uh, we'll figure it out. But um, but next week is I actually can't remember the name of them. Okay, so you're gonna have I'll to because it. it's I'll not my first. It. It's a name. Okay, involved. this is one I picked. Um, next week is going to be a debut for the MCU. I think people probably have noticed there's been a lack of MCU, especially for me, who's a huge comic book fan. It's going to be the first MCU movie, Iron Man, versus. Black Panther. Two more films I've never seen in my life. Yeah, two, uh, two fantastic. Well, no, I don't, want, I don't want to hype them up too much, but two um, excellent debut uh, char- uh, character origin stories. Um, one lays the groundwork for the MCU in general. Is, is, is the Iron Man the one with um, uh, Robert Downey Jr.? Okay, yeah. 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 Um, well, Tom Cruise was playing in the nineties. Yeah, when they were going to do it in the nineties, yeah. he was he was the one that was really really. He was attached to it, but it never came to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Robert Downey Jr. is the MCU's debut. We're going to do that up against Black Panther. I look with, forward to that one a lot. With, oh, I forgot to say, um, Star Wars wins. <laughs> it's not a flawless victory. Yeah. No, it's not. So. <laughs> with that, uh, we'll leave it. We'll leave it there, so. We'll leave it there, so.